Hello. And hello to all of you, our fellow Quarantinos. Pizza roll. Ah, fuck it. What's up? Quarantinos. I have it still stuck in my head from Quentin Quarantino. Quentin Quarantino. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's the thought. That's that's what I heard, too. Oh, it's good stuff. <sighs> How are you doing? Oh, hey, look. The mic quality is somehow better now. Yeah, it's the same. It's Nothing's changed. <laughs> uh, but for- what if something did change, right? Really? Well, MP3 listeners then uh, don't don't have any don't know what we're talking about, so there's no need to worry about that. But for live, oh, list- they're MP3s now. I thought there were wave files. There were always MP3s. Always, we got to make oh, sure man. that phones can download them within the week that it takes to listen to them. Can phones not cut? Cannot wave? It's inefficient. It's a giant, stupid, uncompressed file. Half How the- do I not know? this half the magic of 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 what i do after editing is compression magic it's crunching crunching and keeping quality good so um what is uh 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 yeah so 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 even though the um for the for the liveness listeners there's some some weirdness um there is like all all tests have pointed to uh discord spitting out good quality and obs spitting out good quality so i think it was just hitting twitch funny uh last time but it's uh, quite possible or it's possible that discord was crumbling under their new load it's possible although you know zoom is now the new discord uh uh for the casual well i knew to me and to i think everyone listening to this for the most part uh in terms of games discord came along and very easily replaced uh zoom right Uh, sorry Mm -hmm. replaced uh skype because Skype yeah. was just bad, but it was Skype just first. It's been bad forever. It was it was bad, but it was first, or it probably wasn't first, but it was certainly early on and uh, uh, enough for people, right? But it's been bad forever. And then, um, yeah, Slack was a work thing, but um, in terms of home users, like you, you had Skype, which was garbage, and then it's like, did you want to send up uh, sign up for a vent account? Yeah. Or like a team speak or you know whatever. So then, so then uh, Discord came along, and I was like, "Oh, that's way better." And then we just kind of whirled with Discord from from then on, you know. Um, but Zoom, this thing that I had never heard of until quarantine, is taking mm-hmm. over as the chat platform of choice for pretty much like anyone who doesn't need Discord. Oh man, there's I'm on their website right now. Is, have you heard of it? And- uh, I have not heard of it until you just told me. Okay, and I'm on their website, uh, Zoom.us, and I think it, it has the the real seal of internet product quality, which is our customers love us, and just like a link of like random companies like Logitech, Dropbox, Nasdaq, whatever. And I'm like, it was made. It was made for boardroom calls, <sighs> right? It was made for boardroom calls, and then it got used. As the official like families talking to each other app of the quarantine, and now anytime you're seeing like uh, SNL from home or you know like multiple like like uh, uh, comedy shows and, and and things like that where people are all like just doing the multi-screen chat, they're all using Zoom, and it seems like for the most part, um, the the you know the non-gaming world uses that for their communication. I'm hearing that it's possibly unsecure at and at worst possibly spyware. Um 
I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know how how uh, credible that information is, but it would not surprise me. Uh, you know what I would really love? I would love a Discord-style service that's exactly the same as Discord that isn't run by the people who write the error <laughs> messages and startup messages for Discord. Hey, man, you have to let the gamer know that they're one of you and you're one of them and we come from the same tribe. You get these loading jokes, so you know this is for you. Have you ever seen the emails, a guy who got in touch with uh, Discord tech support and like for a, a, like business use and like the support messages they sent him? Uh, no. They were nightmarish. Uh, they were all written like, ooh, woo, sorry about that, brother. We'll get our team of crack super ninjas right on that. Oh, uh, fix geez. that fucky wucky. <laughs> and it's like, like multiple emails yeah, of just yeah, like. Yeah. We were like the whole thing. There, was, I was having some trouble setting something up the other day, and I was looking, and I remember when I was, I decided to like just look through the official help on Microsoft site for a second, and I saw one of the options was was like contact us, send an email, or get on live chat with a gamer. And it was like oh, if yeah. you're having any issues with your like with the games division or with Xbox division or uh, you know or Windows Live stuff, and it's all like basically like we'll chat, we'll hook you up with a gamer who knows everything oh, in and sick. out, and a can gamer? totally yeah, you know it's crazy. Um, no, I I I think that uh, it's funny because I you because again we feel like 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 um there's a collective consciousness that moves forward at a at a a pace that is like snail's pace. It's a very snail's pace, right? But it's it's collective enough and it's packed in tight, tightly enough that, like, for example, we look at the um, uh, 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 the, the the meme faces in uh, the Flying Punch Boom the game there, and we go, mm-hmm. "Oh God, we're past that." That's not around anymore, right? That kind of thing happened, and then everyone goes, because you're just... Hey, shout-outs to the devs on that game being really good sports, by the way. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're going they for it. They listen to the podcast, and we're like, don't you worry, guys. Those meme faces will fill your heart with joy when you play the game yourself. I'm like, okay, well... I you I, know I don't think so, but I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate the listen. I gave it a response, you know. I said, hey, uh, uh, just in case you might not be aware, some people kind of think... These faces from Nine Gag era are gone and not that funny anymore because they got overused. But you do you. I'm gonna check it out. You know that's where I'm at. But what I what, what I mean is that um, there are times when you're kind of like, yeah, we no one's really, you know what I mean, like like saying that anymore or like unironically, I guess, like like laughing at these things or you know the whole like uh, fucking no scope 360 headshot, but you know like yeah. smoke weed every day, fucking. Uh, uh, thug life the uh, 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 compilations are now like exclusively for the ironic flavoring of like your shit posts. What about what and, about um, Mysterio calling Spider Man on the phone to tell him that he's gay? That's gay for Spider Man. Wonderful. Um, that's 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 dated, but still still relevant. Like some of them still pop. Still relevant. Um, what kind of dollars was it again? I don't recall. Well, in you know, any case. I just don't recall. In any case. Uh, with... That chimney was my father, I believe. Something like is that. Is the Punisher bit? Fapo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one, isn't it? 
<laughs> I haven't oh, thought about never Fa- underestimate a good onomatopoeia. Haven't thought about Fapo in a minute. I miss Fapo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I miss Fapo. I really do. Um, all this to say, I'm I'm curious if you do you know anybody in person in real life that is um still sort of unironically that type of um internet gamer power user that like is so, all about like the 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 memes that we have kind of moved past they're still amused by them so not only do i not know someone of that type i know somebody who specifically grabbed ancient memes to test them out on their personal discord server versus their facebook group that has like their aunts and uncles and discovered that Facebook loves ancient memes. Yes. Where Discord is on the bleeding edge. Right. Right. Face- yeah, well, Facebook has aged the fuck up. Because the, the Facebook era has, like, everyone's left it. You know? Like, yeah. it started as the uh, the college campus thing. It, it, it soon reached everybody. And then eventually the youngest generations all collectively left it and left the old husks remaining yes so like my mom uses facebook she finally got on facebook like a year and a half ago yeah and she'll she'll message me on that and then she'll call and be like why didn't you get my message and it's like because you're the only person who messages me on facebook mom yeah yeah you're literally the only person I, i i still have a lot of friends that use messenger but uh it, it does it does fly all around the place, you know? Uh, one thing that's clear, though, is that, like, if they never get the updated format, then they're still going to be, like, thinking that it's like, oh, we're still using um, whatever the fucking bottom, you know, bottom text, uh, 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 bottom text meme format, or, like, mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in uh, white, white impact font, right? Yeah. Or even I mean, earlier. That's never going to go away, really. Or even earlier than that is the black frame. Like the motivational, mm-hmm. the motivational poster frame. That's the earliest I really like. I, I can recall where that you'd have that text. It was in the format of a motivational poster. You know, uh, I, I feel like the demotivational posters, um, kind of in my brain, it's a it's a straight through line from demotivational posters to just removing the border and just putting the 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 the, the, the text right on and creating an image macro. You know. You know what this reminds me of? So, how out of touch are my mom and dad, who love me very much and try their best? You know, last week I started, or maybe the week before, I started playing Persona 5, but I'm not putting the VODs up on YouTube because I don't want to get DMCA claimed or whatever. Right. So I put up a 59-second little announcement that says, hey, this is why these videos aren't going to go up on YouTube. I got a call the next day. Uh, from my mom asking if I was doing all right because she saw that I lost my job. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, oh, uh, what? And she said, oh, because your father showed me uh, this clip where you were talking about how you're not going to have your YouTube channel anymore. Oh, my God. Oh, my and, God, dude. And I'm like, and she's like, you know, it's it's getting a little tight, but if you ever need your, you know, 
you call us, you can come, you know, you can come stay with us, you know, like the whole oh thing. Oh my god. Like okay, and- okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Pat, you have to like be real. She's been rehearsing this in her head for years. For a for a bit. Right? Just as bit, mine yeah. is. Anyone who does this job, your parents have been rehearsing the speech for years, which is, hey, you know, uh, yeah, act, act, just we're you know, it, it, everybody it, goes through rough times. Some things just don't work out. The internet's a, it's a new place, you know. You never know. <laughs> yeah. So oh, one, boy. very sweet, very much appreciated, mom and dad. Uh, but then I'm like, mom, the the YouTube is just like it's it's the Twitch channel, and she goes. Oh right, the, the 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 live one, and I go, yeah, ma, it's like subs and stuff, and she's like, uh huh, and you know that uh huh, mm-hmm. the uh huh of just keep, just, yeah, just Word, keep. You yep. said words, and we're gonna keep the conversation going. And I I re-explained how my job works. Yeah, and then I I I. I can you pass me to dad and i had a slightly easier time with dad and they were like oh okay well thanks you really you know it was a big relief uh so you're doing okay then yes yes mom i'm doing okay okay i love you goodbye yeah and then you hang up and you're like i imparted zero information at all nothing retained like nothing went through like apps like absolutely zero yeah um, <laughs> I'm down, so I've I've managed to get it down from re-explaining my entire job every single time we meet and talk to once per three times. So every three okay. times we talk, it is it, the re-explanation comes, and it's always in the same way of like, so things are going well, and it's like, yep, and it's like, okay, so, uh, so the podcast is the one that's. You that's the one on on like the radio show, and I'm like, yes, correct. Except it's yes, on the internet. It's yes. the internet. I'm, like, I'm at the same spot. Yeah, with yeah, that yeah. One it's too, the, yeah. It's like, okay, okay, okay. And then on the channel, the channel is the one with the other boys. It's like, yes, yes, that's correct. So, yes. but not the same boys. No, no, not the same boys. Correct. Okay. And then when you so you put the you put. So you put the channel on iTunes, <laughs> and then yeah. it's like not mm, no no, you know. And then and then of course and then there's always the 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 flavoring of just like okay so because she because uh, she uh, she doesn't she met Reggie once but she doesn't remember him right type of thing right right, right. um you know so she's like yeah so I'm like what this what the ones you might not remember you know and then there's me and my old roommate and she's like yes yes right right and then you're doing. The, the pod you're doing the, the the podcast you're doing that with uh with Pat and it's like yes and he's like the black one no <laughs> <laughs> no no mom the other one <laughs> yeah, okay all right all right all right all right like all right cool so in three weeks we'll do it again you know <laughs> so it, it, the 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 irony here is that I was able to get the YouTube channel and the um the uh the the podcast down and my parents understand those because i was able to go it's like an old-time radio show 
that we do live and you can download later if you miss it. And we do ads like a old time radio show that they literally remember. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, hey, do you want Johnson's coffee? Here you go. Right. So they, yep. that one that locked in. Yeah. And the YouTube, they pretty much understand because I was able to describe it as uh, YouTube just puts commercials mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. But Twitch is where the whole thing falls apart. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to push the tip jar narrative, which I think is like the easiest one to go for. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like a telethon. It's not taking. It's like a telethon. Oh, telethon. Right? We're live right now. And you can call in and be like, hey, uh, I support your cause. Um, and your cause is, is... Is not being homeless. Yes. And and feeding that cat. So, sure. That's your cause. He's got to get fat. He's got to get big and fat. There's He's kind of fat right now. I love him. Um, I feel... You don't want to meow for, for the people? No? I feel like... um, Yeah, you can get away with saying radio show, TV show, and then, like, you can go, like, there's the live show, and then there's the the replays where you choose if you want to go watch it again you know that's the best you can get at but but the problem is of course is like you're putting all this in the into the framework of like um at least in my mom's case like she's missing the idea of the interface of browsing to what you want to watch and then selecting it in this way you know like she she it was a long afternoon uh, getting my mom and dad to start using Netflix. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Netflix. In my mom's case, it was like she didn't want to sign up for Netflix because, like, there's that choice, but you could also sign up for a different box that you have to get. That's like um, uh, what is it called? Uh, it's that other Android. Uh, not Android. That uh, yeah, that other Roku. It's a Roku exactly. Because if you get the Roku, then the Roku gets access to these channels, including 3ABN, and 3ABN is the Three Angels Broadcast Network, and that's the uh, that's the that's the Adventist TV station. So we want to watch that, you know. God damn it! <laughs> uh, you just can't get away. I mean, and to be fair, chat like like my brother's been on that fucking station a couple times doing doing things on the uh, for their programming. So you know, I get it, but it certainly is like like yeah, but but you don't you get to choose when you want to watch the things, you know. And then I think I told you guys about the first time I told her to check out Making a Murderer when it first came out, and she did, and then she called me. Basically, like the next day, being like, "So th- I watched this thing and it's really good, but how long is this show? How long is this movie?" And I'm like, "It's like ten episodes." And she's like, "Because it hasn't stopped from the time I click, click, play." Oh man! And I'm like, "What? What that, are yeah, you? Okay. Oh no!" She sat there and let the autoplay roll and didn't know how to back out of it, so she thought the same thing was ten hours long. That's that's an introduction, yeah, to digital media, and it kind I think it kind of spoiled her on that viewing experience, you know, and and I mean, like, and the problem in a weird way is that like, but if there was no clicking play to start, then mm-hmm. it would have just been oh TV goes on forever and I get up and walk away whenever I want, pretty much right. Uh, Netflix I I believe has actually helped my dad sleep because he'll he's a, a big 
like Star Trek dork. Uh, and he's one of those older guys that like the TV is on, dad goes to sleep. So he'll just he'll just hit some random bullshit and like go to bed with like Picard talking in the background. Yeah. He's out yeah. like a light. Yeah. And it seems like they got rid of the are you still there messages, but I feel like they would have saved her, you know, we're just like, hey, are you still watching? Because you've binged like four mm-hmm. episodes in a row. Um, Did you die? If you died, please keep your subscription open. There you go. I, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it, it really does take a lot of analogies to, to cement it in. But even when it's cemented, it doesn't dry. The cement doesn't dry. <laughs> you have to come back the next day and 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 wipe off the stupid uh, uh, hearts that the kids drew in your shit and the and the dicks that they drew, you know. So, uh, to be fair, like our parents grew up in a time period in which radio and TV were like, you know, established basically right in their youth, mm-hmm. and basically nothing changed out. Like the biggest craziest thing that happened for their most of their lifetime was the VCR. Yeah. Yeah, and that was like very obviously like, okay, uh, and uh, I can tape it. In, in her case, I'd say the like the six CD changer in the car is fucking oh, man. wild because that's kind of wild right now. <laughs> because like uh, sitting in the car, going shotgun uh, with my in my mom's car means your feet are resting on gospel cassettes. This is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, your comfort doesn't matter. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. There's a mat, and then there are gospel cassette tapes all over the floor. And that's correct. Um, the six CD changer meant that you could fit all of those cassettes onto like two of those CDs, and then like even have room for more. And it was crazy, you know. So that was that was her big revolution. I, I think that this this particular situation is. Um described perfectly in the uh, a situation that I encountered relatively recently in which I installed a new M2 SSD into my PC. I got a two terabyte uh, like SSD uh, so that I can put all my games on there, yada, yada, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Quick install process. During that install process, I uh, was going through the BIOS and shit like that and was like, wait. Do I have a motherfucking DVD drive? Uh. And I opened up the the front of the 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 case. I have an R4 case, so it looks like a fridge, and it's totally flat. And you open it up to get to the fans, and yeah, there's a DVD drive in this fucking. You thing. actually I have one. Forgot that's crazy. That I I added one, and I added one in case of old games, a disastrous failure. Okay, I could use like a boot disc or whatever, uh, bo- and I'm like boot USB is there I, too, but yeah. Yeah, but I, I just like, I, I must, I went back into the order yeah. and I was like, yeah, for like $12, I decided to add a DVD drive just in case. Huh. There's a- I've never used it. I forgot it was there. Yeah, uh, I do not have one. <laughs> I do not have one. And there are a couple of situations where I looked and I was like, damn, I wouldn't mind popping in this old disc to see what's what. But uh, those the consoles are now the exclusive players of all discs. Uh, we're pretty much at that. Hey, has there ever been... A piece of tech, like a modern uh, uh, thing, that they took surprisingly well to, like that they understood way faster than you expected them to. 
Uh, when my dad and when my mom and dad got the cable box that was like the remote that used like menus and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, instantly, my dad had no problem. Uh, the TiVo shit mm. they adapted to instantaneously mm. uh, because it, they were able to mentally connect the dots between this and a uh, a uh, what do you call it uh, a digital VCR basically. Okay. Uh, and my dad uh, was like undefeatable. Like I, I woke up one day and my dad was playing Wii Bowling. Wow. And, and he was like bowling multiple perfect games. Wow. Okay. Like he, it was he was completely unstoppable, and that was the only one he was any good at. But for whatever reason, he was completely disaster like i i didn't want to play with him he liked bowling enough (laughs) that he took it to the level that he would uh fucking crush it yeah okay it it took him like a morning it took him like one morning when i was fucking asleep that's pretty impressive or whatever the fuck um for me the only thing i can think of uh that actually like uh went over with no problems would be like um she got a a a tom-tom that's mm-hmm. the, uh, I don't the know what the fuck that is. A GPS in the car. Okay. Before the smartphone GPS age, you were going with, mm-hmm. and it before the smartphone GPS age, before the age of GPS, like in the car itself, that you you mm-hmm. you bought a screen that was just a dedicated GPS device, and it, it would sit on your dash. And uh, she got a GPS, and I remember how she was able to just immediately adapt to it, and it was like, yeah. wait, what's happening here right now? That is not applying in every other situation, you know? I don't know what it was. Well, I can I can straight up tell you 100% because uh, my mom my mom and dad also adapted to a GPS, no problem. And my mom uh, adapted to machinery easily, but technology it is, is the longest day in the world. Right. Right? And it appears to be the keyboard. The keyboard has too many buttons, and it's frightening. Hmm. It's the same reason I could hand my mom a Nest Pad, and she would play like for you know a bit until she was like, "Okay, I'm out of here." And if I hand her a controller, she'll like start to freak out. Um, no, I for, in my case, it's not that. It's definitely because she's gotten past. She still hunts to peck to type, but it's not. But it's still. Mm-hmm. But but she's gotten comfortable enough, and and she's still moving the mouse around a couple times. You know, to reorient before moving it towards the, the the actual icon to click on, and then she still clicks it once when she needs to click it twice, and and clicks the browser mm-hmm. twice when she needs to click it once. But um, it, it's not the interface. It, it, it's definitely not that. You know, but there was just something about uh, uh, that about those dev- about integrating the idea of GPS and finding your your way home and whatnot uh, that just mm-hmm. clicked naturally, I guess. Um, Maybe, you know, I forget the name of uh, the old guides they used to use. There's a something guide that people used to use. Uh, to, to Dummies guide? No, 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 no. When you're driving, you'd, you'd pull out a, a, a blank guide. A map? You, know, you pull out a map. Yeah, we pull out a map, right? But there, and there was, there was a series. And then there was, um, you could eventually there was printing out map quest. You know what I mean? There was yeah. that era. Um, the other thing that I can think of is like, because my mom has tried to learn how to use a proper computer maybe a dozen times over the past decade Mm. and it always goes the same way which is uh she's the kind of person who learns by doing and you'll explain okay this is the icon this is this you double click on this 
and uh, it'll go okay until a mistake is about to occur, and the mistake is always like terrifying. It's always oh I I just delete this and you're like no 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 yeah, no yeah, no yeah. stop 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 and mm-hmm. then and then they go then they become like anxious for the rest of the process right 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 where it's right. like well what if I double click on this will it die and the answer is probably not but it could <laughs> yeah uh, Thomas guides Thomas guides uh, were a series of atlas maps that uh, people used to use back in way back in the day to get around uh, is what they were called but um. I think the I think the most damning thing that ever set my mom back in terms of learning a computer is that um, I was teaching her how to use something, and I walked away to go to the bathroom, and when I came back, the recycling bin was gone. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I was, and, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, Mom, where did it go? She goes, Where did what go? And I went, Oh my God, you have to get off this computer right now. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> My computer and the recycling bin. Like, how? What did you... What? Yeah. We... Um, no, in, in our case, the recycling bin was almost like... Um, it was almost bad because accidental deletions it w- were like a problem and like panic. And then I'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. It's fine. Check it out. It's over here. It's actually not gone mm-hmm. forever. And then it was like... Oh, so you can just then delete with want and ab- with abandon. Just like then there's no problem ever deleting it. And it's like no, 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 no. Something's delete forever. Something's delete forever. You know, but like, like just the idea or they won't go back normal or that you know. But the idea that the recycling bin was there was a a bit of a weird one because it was like one, all mistakes can be undone, and all deletions can be undeleted, and like anything that like you lost while like browsing might still be in the recycling bin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like, it was like, it was like, no, no, no. The recycling bin is not catching concepts. (laughs) It's not, it's It's not catching closed. It's not a big scoop to just scoop up everything so you can find it later. If you open up a window and then you close it, the closed window does not go to the recycling bin. You know, it was. Uh, I forget what I forget what the term is. There's some like three letter term that um, it, it, that means that the uh, error is between Pep-cack. the user and the keyboard. Pebcac. What's that? Pebcac. Peb problem exists between keyboard and user. Part yeah, because it's like, what does that mean? Oh. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Um, between um um you uh keyboard and chair, between key chair and keyboard. Yeah yeah yeah. Pepcac. Yeah, there it is. Problem exists between keyboard and chair, or chair and keyboard, yeah. whichever. Um, yeah. That that one that one's that one's that's old IT language for uh for all you new kids out there. There's an era of kid that is listening to this that never heard that one. Uh. And then you can't and like so this is the weird part because this is this is accuracy because like the the inclination to go I've never heard Pepcac that's some boomer talk and it's like actually we're we're discussing the real boomer talk right now this is straight up millennial talk <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it's the in between it's it's before your yeah. time but it's yeah, it's later than zoomers but it's later than the boomers we're describing can understand. You know, but uh, you know what I actually think is really early funny internet about uh, about boomers and millennials. Mm-hmm. 
the the real the real uh, boomer gang still keeps calling everything the young people do millennial stuff, mm-hmm. even though that generation is like twenty five to forty now. Even though they're homeowners, right? <laughs> yes, because they they said it for long enough that they just thought that millennial meant the youth. Yes, anything younger than me. That's correct. And it's like guys. We're old enough to start dunking on the youth. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, uh, this one's gonna. This one's gonna uh, uh, break the. Uh, it's gonna break the 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 listing of the MP3 file a little bit. But I, I have a question that I, I'm generally curious to see what the live users are uh, uh, thinking right now. Ask away, live users, live listeners, um, and and listeners in general. Uh, let, I'm curious. Do files on your computer display their extension type? Oh. Do you have... Mine do. Of course yours do. Uh, Do you have (laughs) .txt at the end of your text files? And do you have, you know, um, .zip at the end of your zip files? I'm seeing an overwhelming yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, just overwhelming because you still have to go in and do that manually, right? Really? Yeah. When you do Windows Windows installations, it hides associations with known file types, uh, extensions for known file types, and you have to go in and turn those on. So, like, I'm just I'm curious to know how many like are we at an age where like you people have used their first computer that just didn't have those extensions on. And they just got used to that, because that's one where that's a whole other that, that's a whole other thing that's going to be happening at some point, right? If they're interested in in hiding file types from people, and then there's there's definitely going to be enough people that are like, well, I never turned it on. You have to dig for that. You have to go into your folder options and turn that option on specifically. It seems huh. insane to not have it. Well, people, personally. people are saying that uh, uh, Windows 10 might have it on by default. Uh I've, Let's check it out. I've installed um, I've installed Windows 10 Home. I've installed Windows 10 Pro, uh, and like in both Pro and Home, they, it was off by default. It was hidden by default, rather. It does not. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a weird it's a weird one, right? It's a weird one. They definitely want you to not see those file types. Yeah, it, it is totally not. Uh, yeah. On by default, yeah, weird. I don't ever remember doing that. I guess I, I guess I must have done that day one of installing Windows 10, uh, because I was gonna go make something and I wanted to turn a JPEG into whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, if you're doing any form of um, of like you know editing work or like rendering work or like you know if you if you have anything from Adobe installed on your system you know you're gonna need your extensions you're gonna need like you know it seems ridiculous to like use it on just that level where you're like this is my document and this is my video and that's my uh song and that's Mm -hmm. it you know uh all i can i've just been hit with a wave of oh patrick the computer's running so much slower. Did you install another hey. one of your games on there? <laughs> and I'm like, D- 
dad. My Bonzi buddy told me that the computer is running Bonsai slower. My buddy <laughs> is right there, and it is like cho- It is strangling the computer. Hey, you don't talk shit about the Bonzi buddy. <laughs> I can't get over it. I know I've told that story before. I know I've told it like ten times, but it's just like it's. It was so outrageous. He's he's so useful. mad. I'm still mad about it. Years years. He years, is years helpful. Later. Don't you talk shit. The Bonzi buddy is helpful. He would never lie to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, that era. The era of fascination with transparency on your desktop, where a little paper clip or a little purple gorilla or any other thing could be, uh, yeah, could just sit there and, and fucking suck the life out of your system. The same era. My dad also... Uh my dad also did this thing where we had a, our consoles hooked up through a VCR into the TV, which was a slightly more complex setup. Yeah. And he would actively dissuade us from learning how to do it because if we knew how to do it, we would figure out that, in fact, there is no difference between putting it in our TV and the big TV in the living room. And that is there is, in fact, no danger to that TV at all. Right, right, right. <laughs> because it became, well, you can't, you can't use these games on that big TV. Mm-hmm. You'll break it. Mm-hmm. Man, it's like, uh huh. God, uh huh. What I wouldn't do for a fucking Snopes back then, you know? Just that was such a, it was such an impossible to crush rumor that parents would share that must have come off of TV. It must have come off of a dumb TV report one day or like a, a weird, like, fucking episode of, of, uh, Ricky Lake or something. Cause like it was so omnipresent. You couldn't get around it. Everyone's parents believed in that, you know? Either that or they didn't want the kids using their big TV. Okay. I got a question for you. Did you get into that space and that time of internet cursor customization? Yes. Where you put a little Mega Man for your cursor and he's running when it's loading and he stands still when he's when you're not doing anything and when he's doing a big big load he's jumping did you get into that era of turning your fucking desktop cursor at all times into the starcraft cursor with i got into that twice um come on what talk to me so one was <laughs> in 97 i want to say yeah um and it continued into the starcraft era and at which point my dad was like fucking stop that (laughs) and i was like okay and then i got into it again uh when it looked like everyone was gonna have to jump to windows 8 okay and i started to look into the mechanics of customizing the desktop yes to kill the metro view oh oh that's and late. you're talking I, late in the game i became so frustrated with that process that i was i said to myself i am just going to hold off for as long as humanly possible because this shit is actually a massive pain in the ass mm. Yeah, dude. Uh, okay, that by the era of Metro, that's way late in the game. Um, that's like the last. Yeah, that 10 was years. that was a response to a problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
No, I'm talking late 90s, early aughts, right? Here's what we were doing. Not even early aughts, to be honest. It was really late 90s specifically. We were getting those cursors out, video game cursors, replacing your main ones. Uh, you know, we were getting... Uh, some In some cases, the sprites from games were just terrible because you couldn't tell where the fucking top was. Because, again, the Mega Man mm. cursor, it was just a little dot that was like, this is your actual click point, you know? Uh, but fuck it. You're changing your desktop icons to be matching so that if Mega Man is the cursor, then all the folders oh, on your God. desktop are all the robot masters. That sucks. Okay? We're going in, right? And then you're seeing other people that are customizing hard where they're going to that level. And I actually – I did this once and I didn't like it. But there's a level where you're, you're customizing your folders. You're customizing your cursor, right? And here's what you got to do. You got to have a custom desktop to match all of those things. Of course you do. But that desktop wallpaper needs to have a dedicated space for where um, – um, um, oh, God. Oh, fucking uh, – Winamp, Winamp minimized, oh. Win- minimized Winamp as a small little bar needs to be in a set space, and like the edge of that corner has graphics flaying out of it that integrate into the skin and make it look like it's a part of the desktop. So you gotta have your Winamp. This is too far. You gotta have your Winamp corner, and the desktop and your Winamp are like synergetic. You know what I mean? People fucking going in with their Winamp skins, and when your Winamp skin would work with your desktop skin, you were balling. Fuck, I miss Winamp. Which is stupid, because, like, I I could just go get it. It still fucking works. People, but like, dude, mm. it kicks the llama's ass, man. People would... It really whips the llama's ass. And, and it was baby's first minimalism. Do you remember getting Winamp version 3 and just being like, fuck this, and just going right back to 2? Fuck this. Fuck this, you shit. We go back. It was we, so awful. We want the small little bar of text. We want it to scroll and look kind of cool. And then we want... Because like at the time, like all the, uh, the, the, power, the power setups, the power user setups were all like... Um, God, what do you even call it? It's like like a sci-fi kind of HUD feeling where it's like, oh, yo, my desktop is actually a web page that's displaying my my cooling, my 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 Ooh. right. It's displaying wow, um, like my CPU usage, and it's put it, and it has a little Google search bar at the bottom. That's crazy. and I remember being like, how'd you get that Google search bar on your desktop? What the fuck? And it's like, yeah, the active desktop, exactly, right. Um, and, and, and like, there was this whole like fucking just era of we are getting next level desktop tech, but we're still using Winamp and like, you gotta have, you gotta have, uh, 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 your, your, your desktop look almost like a, like a car dashboard was a lot of them where they'd, you'd have all these dials and, you know, accelerometers and, 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 and shit like that. It was fucking, it was a whole duel, it was a whole to-do. But I want to say minimized Winamp in the corner was like baby's first minimalism, you know? You got to learn that you don't need this giant screen with a play button, fast forward, and all that shit. All you need is the scrolling text of the song, and then your like one, two, three, four, five uh, uh, interact buttons. 
I feel like Winamp was the preview of most of our lives to come because it was a program that you loved using and then it updated and you were excited because all the updates were like more stable or whatever. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you just desperately wanted to slam that button that says "fuck, go back," mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was the that was the first time I felt that feeling, which was then followed up by the dig dot com redesign. Oh, okay, front page okay, redesign. Okay, the dig redesign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was then followed by Newgrounds's two redesigns, which was followed by. Every single redesign YouTube ever did. Um, my number one worst of all time is still untouched. To me, the number one worst of all time is the slow progression of whatever the fuck Windows Media Player is now. <laughs> oh man, Windows Media Player Classic is so good that it's still the. It's insane. Like, you. It's still it's, the, the, the fucking uh, uh, media player of choice for your anime. There's nothing you're using VLC. Dude, there's nothing on the level of this because like Windows Media Player and every shittier version as time went on, like for every redesign you just described at the end of the day, it would be awful. And in many cases, you would just use it minus like Winamp or you'd go back or whatever. Right. Windows Media Player, you just stop using it. It loads up and it's like trying to scan my library and it's like got a playlist just die. there and I'm like, stop, just stop. go die forever. It, it's crazy because <laughs> you pop it up. Yeah. When you, you get your first, uh, you know, anytime you get a new computer now and you start, you make the mistake of trying to open any kind of uh, audio visual file and then it opens up with a bunch of a- options and it starts scanning and it starts asking you if you want to connect and do a bunch of shit. And it's trying to find U2 album covers. And you're just like, fucking go away forever. It's it's the absolute Please worst player. Die. And it's like, you're not even worth like going through all that shit to then get it um, just like to a very quiet, basic version of itself. Right? Like iTunes, for example, I got to use it as part of uh, uh, the publishing process. But it, it's so hefty in a lot of ways that I really don't like. And you have to click through a lot of shit. And you're just like, oh, okay, like there's a bare bones minimum version of this that like I have to use here. But fuck, I hate all the rest of this Windows Media Player. You just don't even want to look at it as soon as it opens. Immediately disassociate all files with that and get your favorite player of choice and do use that instead. You know, a lot of people out there have have feelings about what players to use. People, you know, VLC is awful. VLC is great. Uh, Windows Media Classic uh, is awful. I, Windows I Media Classic is great. DLC and MPC at 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 whim. Whatever the fuck you use, whatever the fuck you use, get away from uh, 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 Windows, Windows Media, Media Player. Player. Yeah, yeah. I, I even th- remember it it going from eight to nine and being like, "Oh, this is cool." Mm-hmm. And then it went from nine to ten. I was like, "Oh n- n- no!" And then everything past <coughs> that was just a trash fire. <coughs> I want to say, um. Like, I remember the last time it was discussed at the very least, it was like, VLC uh, is handy for a lot of people because it has built-in codecs and it just works. You just click the thing. It just works 99% of the time. done and done, right? Um, I mean, it, it, you know, and in many cases, like, there's a, there's a, um, there's a fucking, there's a, VL, uh, WebM's don't work on, on iOS, uh, but VLC allows them to play. 
for example. Mm-hmm. So like there's shit like that where I'm like, that's fucking impressive. But I just remember that there was um, a not insignificant number of uh, people that uh, would uh, they came out when it when I think last time it was talked about uh, on the friendcast it was like talked about for watching anime and there's a lot of people that say it ruins anime and it makes it worse and it plays it badly and fuck VLC and I never quite looked into mm-hmm. it so I didn't quite I didn't go to find out what the problems were there but some people were very anti VLC but I like VLC yeah I do too but I like it. How could they not like it? I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure what is uh, what is what it does that that uh, that was the problem. But for some reason, anime was 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 you know an issue. I, I I tend to fucking go to VLC over and over and over for the sole fact that. Um, I can scroll up to 200% volume. Yeah. Over what my PC is actually outputting yeah. at its supposed maximum. You can you can overgain. I like that. I love it. I huge love it. Um in any case. What uh what'd you do this week? I played FF7. Cool. So did I. I played well. Sorry, I played the FF7R. Cool. So did I. Um, there's two discussions that we'll have about this. Yeah. The discussion is one what we're going to talk about now, and the second discussion is what we'll talk about at the dead ass end of the podcast. Okay, so we're going to have uh, pseudo because I mean, obviously, neither of us are done. But we're actually pretty close to each other in progression. Yeah. So you want to just talk about it all at the end? Yeah. All right. So we'll just, let's but, put it all at the oh, end. Well, aside from... Well, I do want to say it's really good. It's great. It's really good and the music is great. Yeah. And I'm very enjoying the gameplay and it is very high quality. And I love the extra characterization mm-hmm. on the characters. Mm-hmm. In particular... I'm so glad to see Barrett get to have way more time to be insane. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it's better contained altogether that it is uh, split mm-hmm. into two parts. So, um, hashtag sponsor. Uh, of course, of course. Yeah. Oh man, the embargo on that thing is so insane. The embargo on the FF7 uh, codes that we got were like, um, make sure to mention every 20 minutes that th- this is a sponsored video, and I'm like. Wow! Hold on a second. Every twenty, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write an email. Hey, man, if I put it in the title, do I really have to say it to every twenty minutes? And he's like, No. I'm like, okay, because thank Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's that's doing an eight-hour stream here. That'd be incredibly awkward. Um, <laughs> just fucking mid-boss fight. Holy shit! Oh my god! This is a sponsored video. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah okay so we'll talk about that later then uh we'll, we'll we'll do that at the end um but uh uh let's see what else did i do with my week not much hmm yeah that's that was a big chunk of it um i tried the heroes uh legend of heroes trails in the sky games 
um, and discovered that uh, I am not allowed to play them with my OCD because those games have too many characters to talk to and they update too often and I can't make any progress. So, And the whole thing makes me stressed out. So um, I told you about how my files in Persona were so, so long because I would go mm-hmm, and talk I to do. everybody and they would change constantly. And mm-hmm. uh, you were able to selectively more or less ignore that part yeah this time around no good no bueno so here's the difference right in persona there's a relatively clear distinction between people who you talk to that matter and people who you talk to that don't matter and are just flavor text Mm -hmm. in legend of heroes trails in the sky there is no distinction okay everyone could matter maybe if you talk to them at the exact right time also, isn't there a uh, grid of conversations that can be filled out? I don't know about that one. That might be in the later games. Okay. But it's like, I was like, hey, how much missable stuff is there? And I'm like, I discover it's like, well, there's this entire book side quest in which you need to talk to 35 different NPCs, each at specific quest chains in the main story. And if you don't talk to them on that exactly specific quest chain, you can't finish this because they won't give you the chapter for the books. And it's like, ah, ah, just, just, no, can't do it. Can't do it. It's OCD nightmare. <sighs> it's a, it's the absolute worst. Interesting. Unfortunate. That's pretty much it for me. I mean, I didn't watch anything uh, all that much other than uh, does uh, new series. Isn't this the start? Isn't this the step where you'd usually just like look up a guide? Yeah. And then and then you ask people about that on Twitter, and they're like, "Oh, but talking to everyone's part of why these games are so great." And I'm like, "Oh, but I don't want to do that, so I'm just gonna not." Damn. What about the game itself? Didn't get far enough to actually play it. Wow. Wow. Spent about 45 minutes in the first town talking to every NPC before the very first step of the quest and was like, I am so bored by this. Okay. I hate everything these NPCs are saying. I just want to start on the main quest, but I can't until I talk to all of them. Okay, so you didn't really try the game then. <laughs> like you didn't you didn't get to the game game. I don't know how to even I I don't know whether or not to answer that question yes or no. <laughs> Cuz there's there's a there's a there's a video game past the NPCs. Yeah, apparently. That you you didn't. Okay. All right. All right. Having OCD is not fun. Hmm. On occasion. Hmm. Sometimes it's very helpful. Oftentimes it is not very helpful. Man. Oh, well. But that's pretty much it for me. If you want to see, hey, I'm streaming FF7 Remake. It's a hashtag sponsored stream. Thanks for the early code, Square Enix. Gotta say this every 20 minutes. Uh, You can check that out over at twitch.tv slash patstaresat. Schedule for this week's really simple. Show up at 3 p.m. Eastern. I'll be playing FF7. Starting tomorrow. Probably beat it this week, I assume. Um, so, I've just, I've discussed this a couple times with Min, but, like, we were, we were talking about Chivo Horse. 
and mm-hmm. we're talking about how uh like there's different levels of it and how we you know used to work with a guy who would literally divide his time into achievements per hour to determine whether or not it was worth playing the game and then he just then he also talked about how like his own brother is someone who would like actively only care about the completion bar and if a game with easy enough achievements or with achievements that he cared about uh had a dlc campaign that would show that like you had to spend extra so that that bar would uh, actually go to 100% he would just dodge the game Mm -hmm. entirely and it's like, okay, now we've moved on from, like, whatever the fuck we used to call this to full-on yeah. your compulsions are ruining your game, your gaming experience. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole step of crazy past where I'm at. Or maybe it's a different target. In both cases... Like, that doesn't even have anything to do with playing the game. In both cases, I would describe it as, like, a game that you might otherwise enjoy is locked behind a cage of your own making, you know? And in his Mm -hmm. case, I'm like, I mean, I guess, you know, you're working in like an aspect of it, which is like, hey, he doesn't want to buy that extra DLC. But the idea that you could like not still enjoy the game without that is, eh, eh, you know, anyway. um, It's a very, very unfortunate state to be in, especially if, if the person is like, damn, I really love this game. But this achieved these achievements, though. You know, I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I put. A, I put. A, 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 there's the significant differentiator on that is that for these folks, the the game, like the game, do, almost doesn't even matter. It's literally about the achievement, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. in that part, I would actually liken it more to almost like gambling, mm. and like the dopamine release of seeing like the number be complete at a hundred percent, which I understand that desire. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like for whatever reason, when I miss something in a game, mm-hmm. like I miss it. And like, you know, in older RPGs, you'd like walk down the wrong corridor and they'd be like, well, you can never go back there again. Yep. And you can see the chest off in the distance. Yep. Like th- that feeling is so intense in me that it causes these behaviors uh, to make sure that I, that never happens, right? Speaking Which can of, occasionally just kill games entirely. And speaking of that feeling, how great is FF7? <laughs> the instant you start walking down a path that's the wrong uh, path, someone goes, oh, I don't think there's anything this way. And you're like, thank you. Fuck. Thank you for telling me fuck. that I should go down anyway, this we'll, way. We'll get there. We'll get there. There's such quality of life. Um, so anyway, uh, the the idea of... Um, you know, the thing, the, the idea of you potentially like liking the game, of course, is where a lot of that, 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 you know, like the, the damn, that's a shame comes from. Um, mm-hmm. if it was a game that was just never going to be your style anyway, then it is what it is, you know, but mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've had, I've had moments of, of like, you know, catching a recommend here and there and then kind of scoping out the situation and being like told that like you know like oh this has really good for example yeah there was a game that uh, I got recommended by a couple people um, that I was told like you know this has really good writing and characterization it has an interesting plot and uh, you know you'd probably really like it um, and it was called uh, I want to say it was called Wonderful Every Day mm-hmm. and um, and I was like oh there's a lot of things that you know possibly could be uh, uh, interesting but when I looked it up. And then you just go to that image search and I kind of 
I just got hit with what you see there. And this is... Visual novel with multiple roots. Yes. And I kind of, I'm like, this isn't my flavor. Oh, yeah. This is not my flavor. Um, this is your flavor. This is not my flavor. You might have mispegged me on this one. Uh, Look at those those anime girls. I'm, I, I you their know, big eyes. That it, it just it is Am it I is cute full neuron. It is full on <laughs> ignorant judging a book by its cover. Oh my! God. But I am I judging the, the fuck out of the shot. book, and I'm not. It's like the three identical big ass eyed anime girls standing next to each other, and I can't tell the difference between any of them. Two of them even have the same hair color. Yeah, I'm looking at that exact <laughs> screenshot. Oh, and uh, that's totally your thing, Wooly. So I'm like, listen, like, so, like uh, it's judging a book by its cover, and you know, it is what it is. But um. Oh, it's the winner of best story in the 2010 Moe Game Awards. I just, uh, I'm going to have to dodge. I'm going to have to dodge on it, you know? And that's that's okay. I'm okay with that. But it's wonderful every day, I'm, Willie. I'm, I'm okay with that. That's fine. Um, yeah. And so that's a full on like there might have been there might be some stuff in there that's that's interesting but like I definitely feel like um there's sometimes you just can you can gauge you can gauge it's the it's the you know the bar where you're peeking around you're like this is my favorite bar come check it out and then the guy's looking at it <laughs> and then someone stumbles mm-hmm. stumbles out drunkenly and says whatever you need them to say and then you're like uh hmm. yeah you know um there's the Steam has become a hilarious place because I'll hit my queue and it'll be like, oh, this cool little indie game. It's like a ripoff of Bomberman. And then it'll be like an anime impregnation simulator now with extra DLC. And you're like, why is this in my queue? Is this because I keep hitting next in queue without blocking games? There is, is that why? there is nothing wrong with this aesthetic. It's just not to my tastes. You know? That's that's the important distinctor. So, yeah. There's examples like that. <laughs> there's, there's examples like that, you know? I mean, fuck. We were just talking about um, I, the Somnium Files the other day, right? Yeah. And I remember, like, when I, yeah, you go to look that up, you're just like, oh, this just this goes hard in that paint. It looks like a really high-end Virtue's Last Reward, mm-hmm. and if you like that, mm-hmm. that's great. And if you did not like that, oh boy, mm-hmm. oh boy. See, I love I loved Nine Nine Nine. I thought that was fucking great. You know, I was super on yeah. board with that. Um, but then again, you know, that is an anime via an art-, art style that is just not the same as what we were just describing. You know, there's there's yeah. there's. I- so I don't know what I would call it, like a three D anime art style. Yeah, it's. There, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But there's different, you know, there's different anime art. There's different art styles. There's different art styles, you know. But, uh, okay, so that's that's pretty much you. You just gave that a shot, and then all of it was on the uh, on the the back end. So That's correct. Um, no worries. We will. I'm going to just pass this down to Wolves, because my week is over now that FF7's kicked to the end of the podcast. Okay. Um, but in any, in any case, you can check out Pat Stairs at. That's correct. That's a Twitter. That's a that's a YouTube. That's a Twitch. Uh, cool. Okay, so yeah, same here. So you know, uh, tagging FF Seven for the end. Um, mm-hmm. so that topic aside, uh, one thing I'd like to talk about is I reached uh, Zen in Black Mesa. 
Okay. And it is really pretty. And mm-hmm. it feels like you're walking through a screensaver. It feels... Have you seen a lot of the new Zen or any of it? I have. It looks like you're walking through Pandora in Avatar. There are floating mm-hmm. beautiful jellyfish things that fly that float around you, you know? There is anytime you see the mystical night forest kind of magic, you know that you know that kind of screensaver? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, where the sky is just a nebula and uh lots of little fireflies and alien plants are just growing. So, so Wooly, I'm going to send you a screenshot right now. Sure. Uh, this is a screenshot of a PC Gamer article that compares Zen. It's pretty much all you really need to know because everything you're describing is hilarious to me because I played Zen back in 1998. <laughs> and oh my Zen, god, that's what Zen it looked like. Zen was noticeable <laughs> as like the ugliest piece oh, of shit level fuck. in the entire game. Wow, it was. Absolutely. That's what horrible. Zen used to look like. That's crazy. Yes. That's terrible. <laughs> it, dude, it was so bad. Oh man, it's a bunch of floating ba- uh, flat textured polys. I mean, it's, it's it, admittedly shit's dated. You know, it is what it like, is. Here's an wait message. What? The, that's the wrong. Th- I oh, I, I man, this fucking. It's so awful when like links are so long on, on Google Image Search. Okay. Well, I mean, the new Zen... Oh, here's a really... Here's a good one for you. The new Zen is fish flying through the sky, and it's underwater at the same time. Yeah. Okay, the old Zen is really just nothing. Like... Floating rocks on a skybox. was so... It was so bad, and also it played like shit. Yeah. Um, and the devs came out afterwards and were like, oh, yeah, we we banged that out in, like, a second. Mm Mm-hmm. It's gonna haunt us forever. Yeah. Um, so that's why when Black Mesa was being made, there was the point where you go through the teleporter to Zen uh, at like Black Mesa point nine eight, like whatever it was, right before the one launch. It was the whole game up until the teleporter. And when that came out, everyone went Black Mesa's done because no one wants to play the Zen levels. Right. So the Zen levels were pretty much completely remade from scratch by the mod team for Black Mesa. Yeah, yeah, that's what I saw, and uh, I saw that they, um, the the uh, they give they give themselves a couple of cre- um, cameo things through um, some messages. You see some suits of like dead explorers with name tags of like the guys who made the new Zen, and uh, mm-hmm. there's some there's some cool things where like the lab is teleporting you um, resources. With like little notes attached, like well, there's one that you know. Well, there's at least one from Mary Curie. Um, but yeah, so the new Zen is like you look at the sky, and the sky is it's nebula, it's ne- it's space nebulas while simultaneously being underwater, right? And then there's all kinds of just amazing, beautiful, flowy screensaver world, screensaver world, right? And you're still jumping from platform to platform. But then you get to like the brush and the jungle and you get to the underwater and then you get through these little, (laughs) Oh my God, you know, and then you get to these, through these little caves and it's just gorgeous. It's beautiful. You know? Yeah. It sounds like uh, what you're describing is like the, um, 
the fuck i forget the name of it the coral highlands the coral highlands monster hunter sure sure where it's like it's it looks underwater but it's not underwater mm. but it looks underwater and uh yeah you just kind of you know you go through a lot of like like nighttime kind of like oh here comes the um the boom pups and the the head crabs in their in their natural habitat you know yeah and the spitters and all that and you're running on leaves and there's giant lily pads that sink if you stand on them for too long you know and it's just a completely different flavor from the the hard lab that we were in and then the and then the what new mexico desert i guess mm-hmm. um yeah it's 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 great it's great the other thing about it of course is i've been in it for about like five hours now and uh, i got we're about half you know i feel like someone said you're about halfway through because we got we you know we uh we got through it we fought a boss in it and then it's still going you know i thought the end of that boss would be like the wrap-up but it turns out there's more to it so like nah you see the final boss you'll know you'll know in a second okay you'll be like oh it's oh it's that guy okay well in any case um you know, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty wild. And here's a question. Did the old, um, did old Zen give you the air dash at the same time? No. Oh. Not that I remember. Oh, okay. I'm, oh. I remember there being maybe a double jump, but it sucked to use. My memory on this is, is, is bad because I actually, like, the last time I played this was in, like, 1998. Okay, well... In uh, Black Mesa, you get the double jump, but th- it was a long jump. Okay, it was a long jump. It wasn't an air dash. So now, what we now you have jump and then air dash, Mega Man style, in any direction. Oh, that's a lot fucking nicer, isn't it's it? It's fucking great. <laughs> it's fucking great because like there is like a couple like you go through the game using it, you go through the uh, through the levels using it to platform and and whatnot. And then you get to this boss where the game gives you reminders. It's like, by the way, remember, use this dash to get around really quickly. And then you fight a boss that moves fast enough that you have to use it to navigate. And that big four-legged super head crab. The giant head crab, exactly. Mama crab. Yeah, yeah. You got to use it, you know. So uh, I danced. We danced. We had a good time. And um, I, yeah, I really... Whatever the fuck it was before, man, this this thing is great. The new Zen is fantastic. It's also really that's yeah, that's great to know. It's also that's, it's also got these cool moments of um going into like the um they they have uh what you call it uh st- like like human stations set up like um uh, air sealed like little field camps air field yeah yeah uh, va- exactly vacuum sealed camps. And like inside of those camps, shit's all fucked up. And like, uh, head crabbed dudes that are wearing the hev suit are coming at you, and they're much more resilient oh. because they're wearing your suit. Oh, that's very new. Yeah. So you got to deal with zombos wearing fucking uh, uh, your the suit, and you're hearing the beeping of their life support systems. And uh, oh, that is that's cool. it's great. I like it's that. great. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, it's a, it's a, it's it's definitely goes really really horrory in those moments. Um. Hell yeah, good stuff. It's good stuff. I'll. Uh, I feel like I can't be too far from the full on wrap up, but I no Zen's the end. We're just. Uh, we're. I guess we're Zen has. Uh, Zen has four levels. Okay. 
we're about to find out the uh, the political situation, I think. Or at the very least, get a better understanding of what's happening with these... Uh, you know? Oh, the Vortigaunts. Is that what they are? Yeah. The guys who shoot lightning sure. at you? So, yeah. Yeah, we'll find out soon. They're cool. Uh, so there's that. And then... <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I am very excited to talk about Dokapon Kingdom. Because I'm seeing some weird yep. memory coming out of what that. are you on the outside? What are you what are you seeing on the outside? Because before we go inside, I'm, seeing, I'm curious to know. I'm seeing Reggie trying to keep the peace. Is and that you sacrificing things to corn? Okay. Uh that is a hilarious interpretation of events because Reggie trying to keep the peace, quote unquote. Involves him using a behelet. Okay. And I think I described what could happen in the game before when you start losing. You you have, yes. He fucking cashes it in and becomes the Satan. And um man, right? When you like like there's still a dedicated uh there's still randomness on your on your side in the sense that like he still has to be able to roll and able to punish you uh in in such harsh ways but mm-hmm. he becomes the Bowser right on the board but there's tons of things okay. that are Bowsering on the board anyway and this whole game every time I thought it was full of shit it holds my beer and then goes another layer deeper it reaches into like extra extra chambers <laughs> it has extra chambers of shit to pull deep feces out of and fling it at you um like it's so it's so crazy to see like a, a game where you can be it's not just like the because the positions haven't changed the positions changed a little bit right there's been like a lot of there's been some some back and forth i was in first and then i went and da, 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 things bounce back around and so on but um, it really just, it is impossible to play this game without developing full-on hatred for everyone you're playing with. It's, 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 it, it can't mm-hmm. be done. It is designed, like, it is, it, is, it is completely impossible. I don't think it can be done. And, and um, that was already reaching its peak. And that was at a level that is uh, 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 it's shocking. But... What happened was uh, someone wrote in uh, during a session and basically dropped a donation and said, this is for the creation of the blood pool. The blood pool. I heard about that. And I'm like, what? What's the, what are you talking about? And they're like, this is to incentivize the winner to win harder. The winner will collect this from the blood pool. And everyone immediately, like the light bulb appeared and then shattered. And like the desire to see people unmade, 
<laughs> yeah, you mentioned this last week. How's the blood pool going? The blood pool is going very, very. Uh, did I mention it last week? Okay, the, in, in that case, yeah, okay. Did. Then, the, yeah, the blood pool is going further and harder than ever expected. Um, you know, shit's real. Numbers are high. Um, the peace pool is still there as well, but. It is. It is. It is definitely not going to usurp the blood pool. Peace pools for the losers. Blood pools for the winner. And everyone, <laughs> everyone wants the blood pool to be um, an absolute point of pain for anyone who doesn't get it. At what point does the blood pool hit like an amount where you guys just start slapping controllers out of each other's hands and throwing Roman candles at each now. other? Now, now. <laughs> the answer is now. Immediately. Okay. <laughs> because because it's like yeah you're like nah fuck this fuck you fuck all of this shit i'm winning i don't care i'm winning <laughs> and it and it only gets worse and it only gets worse um me- i i don't know what to say it is it is i've ne- like there's never been there's never been an lp like this there's never and the fact that there's so much but people just keep saying oh what you got coming there's so much more there's so much more and there's so much bullshit like every single misstep you feel it in your bones it rattles you to the core right when you take us when you you get a choice because there's so much dice rolling where you're like hey i I did my best but the dice failed me right but there's moments where you're like Mm -hmm. if i go left or right i don't know what the result will be and that will be my fault (laughs) and literally there got there was a point and we're just gonna assume something bad is gonna happen there's a point that we that we got past where like Reggie and I are having like fucking like you talk about like uh 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 4D chess and it's like nah this is not like it 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 goes to like eight dimensions of like outthinking what your next step is going to be while I'm putting this down here and like I'm option selecting cuz like we're both trying to get back to a, a an objective with a certain number of things and like there's just oh god there's so many plays, and I'm literally like trying to create a uh, a fucking Yomi layer layer eight to get past what he's about to do, and and Min's in the middle trying to create chaos, and I, I just yeah, there's nothing like it. There's absolutely nothing like uh, where this game is going right now, and uh, we are all getting really good at pinpointing our individual anxieties and fears and doubts. And using them okay. against each other. Oh. oh, man. To get further in the board. Tempers are flaring. People are getting heated. Shit is getting real. Like, like straight up. And like you said, there's money on the line. So it's like, like it's getting dirty. It's getting very, very dirty. And I've never, I've never seen anything like it. It's insane that this game does not exist in a modern uh, uh, form. I was taking a look at that while you were talking, and there was a Nintendo DS version. Yep, single player only. And that's uh, pretty much the last one. There is no room for hate games anymore. This is a hate game. It's quite possible that the devs all killed each other during like a testing run of like a 360 version the game hatred does not have an ounce 
of the hate this game has in it. The irony, of course. Coming to Switch soon. <laughs> the game's banned. How the fuck? Ah, whatever. Dokupon Kingdom, the Salt Party story mode LP continues on Wooly Versus, as does Black Mesa, as does Kotor. Um, boy, that game knows how to have you land on a new planet when you have no idea what you're in for, and like you're just kind of like, okay, whatever, new planet, who this? And then they put a fucking hook line into you. Um, do, do you do you remember Mandalore? Of course I do. So I land on this fucking planet, and they're like, nah, go there, though. And I'm like, okay. And then they're like, hey, do you want to meet Mandalore? And I'm like, sure. And I, w- I would love to meet Mandalore. And then I'm like, ow! <laughs> One line of dialogue in. And then we, and then we, and then, like, and we, and mm. we stop right there, you know? So, uh, KOTOR is, is fucking bopping. As well. Uh, so that's KOTOR 2, uh, Black Mesa, Dokapon Kingdom, and of course other things, you know, uh, get into fighting games, continues, and uh, other, other, you know, there there definitely will be a return to like Table Lords and shit soon, but the I, the desire to play Dokapon uh, feverishly is... Isn't that not Table Lords and Spirit? It really is, because it is a board game at the same time as Assault Party. It is Table Lords and Spirit. You are correct. Uh Remember we talk about like um all weekend risk games? Yes. 100% this. This is what it's about. Mm-hmm. The end of that session at 1 in the morning was like motherfucker like we're literally like we're brainstorming like we just going to do a sleepover? Like yeah, let's all get in our pajamas. Might, do a sleepover. Might just do a PJ sleepover salt party because nobody wants to stop playing. Nobody. Oh, hey, I can still hear you. I'm just getting some yeah. juice, by the way. No one wants to stop playing this thing. So right now, you know, like I'm workshopping the idea of doing an all night like session just to crank some hours into this thing because we always want more. We always want one more turn. Um. Uh, of course, uh, you know, got to make sure that like we don't disturb uh, Punch Mom, who is you know got to find uh, uh, rest while this is going on. So, um, you know, we're, 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 we're working out the details and trying to figure out how to make it happen. But uh, it seems likely, if only because we always walk away from this going, God damn it, I'm down for more. Which is, you know, I suppose a good thing. I suppose a good thing. Yeah, until... And here's the moment, right? Until someone gets salty enough that they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then you force them to play until the end. You force them. The possibility of that scenario is (laughs) non-zero. That's one of my favorite ways to term something. It's like, what's the likelihood of this? More than zero, (laughs) which is too high. You know? Yep. Yep. Um I mean the discussion of, of the of the, the PJs was hell, that was version two of it because that was that of me like uh bring it I brought that idea up. But the first time at the end of a session, I was like, Okay, we have to stop now because our bodies are failing us. But 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There will be a time. Because like, what happened was, like, we got to the end of a save... And it was like it did a little a little summary of the week, and then Reggie like started to he, we were talking, and then Reggie put the controller down to his right, and I looked over and I noticed, and I'm like, oh, oh, you resting your hands there? Oh, that's a nice little presumptuous putting down of the controller before anything has been said or agreed upon. So I just gotta let him know. I'm like, you listen up. One of these days, you're gonna put that controller down, and I'd be like, oh, you just uh, you just stretching your fingers out? You just you just getting a little bit of you know, you just wiping your hands off a little bit? I'm pretty sure you got to pick that back up because we are not leaving until I am satisfied with the progress made today. Because we are, like it's just you know, and that's where it's at. He's like, yeah, okay, you know, we're okay, you know, we can do it. So we'll see, we'll see where it goes. But uh, yeah, that's where we're at on it. Um, if you enjoy, if you enjoy any any of, if you enjoy the suffering, then uh, I think you're going to enjoy where we're going with this. So, um. Yeah, uh, that's that's pretty, uh, that's pretty much it. Waiting for the point where you start poisoning each other's drinks, so that you have to shit your ass, and then you they can fuck up your turn while you're shitting your ass. So you can't really fuck up other people's turns because if you walk around with the with your own controller, then no one else can control your game. You know, so that's what it is. Also, also, um, um, currently we're at the point. Where well, right now the 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 mantra is uh blood, salt, and honor. But that last one is questionable. We'll see where it, of course it we'll is. see where it go. Because <laughs> it's gonna you're gonna get to the ninety fifth percentile, and it will become clear that there is some kind of unconscionable backstab that can be taken, and. I, I've I've just in my you ever like just be talking and then a, a a genius thought appears in your mind. I just remembered what the absolute most salt, murder-inducing, infuriating thing anyone could ever do in a competitive game mm. is, and that is when number three realizes that they'll never be able to beat number one. But they can drag number two down to the bottom mm. and make sure that number two doesn't win. So, what you just described is another wording of the exact same thing that I have, which is um, there's tactical 2v1s to avoid. Uh, uh, a change in position. For example, number one mm-hmm. wants to aid number three in making sure that number two does not get to number one, right? But then, when two does become third place, and then number two and number one are still teaming up against three just because... Just because. Holy shit. <laughs> I see uh, our good old friend Mothman draws in the chat. Hey, Mothman. Pointing out that the immortal flames are always fucking up my wins as adders. This is a massive problem in team games that have three teams. In which once one team starts to lose, instead of both teams starting to fight the winner, they invariably fight themselves for second place. Wow. It's infuriating. Wow. It's the worst ever. Wow. Yeah. So that. 
the spirit of that is alive and well. And as I said, we are all identifying like weaknesses, chinks in the armor, you know, complete uh, and, 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 and applying pressure to crack and pry them open to get at the guts. You know, it's um, it's a very it's a very revealing. It's a very revealing journey. Um, you know, and, 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 and it's interesting because Reggie has this aura of, of calm and, you know, lawful good as, as he was, he was described, like a chill guy. uh, you know, of a very, just a, a, a very level headed individual. Um, but we get to see what the truth is about that. And we get, and, and, uh, chances are, if you're hearing the French come out, <laughs> then you know the filters are off and you know that the armor is down when the return of the native tongue when the french when the french comes out yeah the armor is down <laughs> critical impact okay well anyway um so that's going on that's woolly versus on twitch woolly versus on youtube and woolly wolves on twitter Do we got some news this week, or perhaps? Yeah, we do actually. A sponsor. We got some news. We don't have a sponsor. Oh no! This this this, this week the podcast. I can is tell you naked. what, I've been having a lot. Of, I've been having a lot of fun with the uh, the embargo requirements. You know, this hashtag sponsored by Square Enix by uh, sneaking those in right in the filthiest, most disgusting parts of the stream, like. When me and Paige are arguing over whose like uh, excretions are the most disgusting, it's like remember this conversation. Hashtag sponsored by Square Enix. Wow. Yeah, that's what they wanted. Are you are you like opening the lid and getting in there for analysis? Mm-mm. No, in fact, that conversation didn't happen. I just thought of something gross. But okay, because I was about to say that is leaps and bounds further than uh i thought you were capable of no 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 no, okay no 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 it's it's a it's an analogy it's a metaphor so it's so people take pictures dude we talk you know i you know you know what i do you know what i do do though (laughs) do do (laughs) um you ever weigh your? You ever like have no, a whole? No, like, I don't weigh it. I shit, don't weigh like stomach filling I don't, shit. I don't hit the. In your I guts. don't. I do not hit the scale afterwards. No. And you hit the scale. No, don't hit the scale. No. And then afterwards, you hit the scale again, and you're like, "Wow, no, wow, that is impressive." <laughs> I'm very impressed. <laughs> yeah, be sure to make um, be sure to make a, a nice little side by side, you know, between yours and hers, and you t- and then you send that out to your sponsors, and then you go, hey, can you guess who the poo? Can you guess which one of us was playing FF seven before this photo was taken? You can. This week there is some news. There's a couple. There's a, Hit me with some news, well, man. Um, you might have heard, I suppose, we can start with the big. Uh, yes, let's start with the, the big. big. The rumors. The rumors have it that M2 is already working on Resident Evil 4 Remake. 
Is this where I pretend to be surprised? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I can't believe it. Honey, what? it's time for your 4 p.m. Resident Evil remake. Yes, yeah. honey. Um, I had I had heard rumors of this a while ago, but then playing RE3 is like overtly like, oh, this this is all test shit. This is all gameplay test stuff. There's even some retconning in there. It's also really short, to make right? RE4 possible. Mm-hmm. Um. From what I can tell, Cash RE3 was given less resources than RE2 was. Yeah. Well, as it is uh, not a spinoff, but not as important. And um, I have a sneaking suspicion that RE4 would be given as many resources as it demands. Yep. Yep. Seems legit. Um, I will say... And not a one-year turnaround. And not a one-year turnaround. It's it's being slated for 20... Uh, what, 22? 2022. Yeah. Whereas this was probably a year and a half for RE3. Um, I think a lot of people's immediate response to this news is... Why? <laughs> right? Um... But after playing two and three, like I can see, I can see, um, I can see how they would do this. It is essentially I, like a. T- it's almost like a just a a slow but sure timeline correction of the franchise. Yeah, except that they skipped the first one. Yeah, well, the first one. Honestly, the first one in its state of like a GameCube game with the remake camera remake, angles yeah. actually fits perfectly with this thing. Um, what, of course, you know, uh, uh, yeah, there's always the there's always the desire to see like other games that need fixing harder readdressed, <laughs> as we discussed last week, right? CVX, yeah. I fuck, you know, like fucking Dino Crisis could be brought back. You could do a million little things here and there. Yeah, they're they're. But, uh, but the cash money. Hey, hey, I have a I have a spoiler for people. I hear a lot of rumors. I have not had anyone say the word CVX to me in like two years. <laughs> RE four. <laughs> so like, like after RE two, you want to you're racing to four as the most popular thing in the franchise, like. You know, like if anything, if they could have jumped to four and skipped three on the way, I imagine they would have. If it wouldn't have been super weird to do so, I imagine they would have chosen to jump right to four because the money you make off of that lets you do whatever the fuck you want. You know what I bet it actually is? I bet that's actually totally what happened. But then they started working on three as well in the meanwhile because four was so far away Hmm. i cannot possibly imagine that four just started development i if i had to guess would say that all of these games probably started at the same time i mean like you know you just just think you just think about it like from a business point of view um you have shining star favorites in a list and then, you know, uh, 
chronological order requires you to work your way towards it, but you know that this is what you want to hit, and you know that this is going to do gangbusters. Like, mm-hmm. you're just, you know what I mean? Like, you can't fucking wait to get to it. Can we get a RE5 one too then? Please? I wonder. I wonder. Because I don't know if you how familiar you are with RE5's uh, trailers, but the first RE5 trailer is a very different game from the second RE5 trailer. I mean, the first if RE5 you're talking about the one that was is... sent around to uh, the Black Delegation as the yeah. murder of Africa.avi. That's right. Yes, that would be the one. <laughs> then yes. yes. But that... That game was also probably a single-player game and probably had dodge moves. And then later, it became a co-op game that did not have dodge moves. Hmm. If you if you remember, I probably sent you uh, the trailer a million years mm-hmm. ago and was like, look, Chris is ducking underneath machetes. It's like the God Hand system. And can we get that game, please? With, with Sheva being like a important character that hangs out with you but like isn't playable so that it can it can play like a like a better game come on come on i'd like to see i'd like to see how far it can go it'd be curious to see how far they take it before they come to a natural uh, stopping point my goal my goal is to see a game that's called resident evil 6 remake and it features literally zero from that game like like yeah. it is in a completely we just different over. location with different characters and a totally different story. Well, it would be, how it would be wild if like the correction then leads in a completely new direction certainly. That would be Yeah, why not? That would be insane. As long as it stays consistent with 7, which would be easy. Which would be easy. So yeah, this is the rumor coming in from VGC report right now and um yeah, that came in from a lot of places. This is just the most uh, legitimate mm-hmm. of them. But this is this has been coming in from places for a while. Uh, uh, while many origi- other Resident Evil news is also hilarious. Uh, I was going to say that uh, in terms of staff, uh, many original Resident Evil 4 staff remain at Capcom. Their involvement uh, is unclear. But one person with knowledge of development is apparently being directed by a newcomer to the Resident Evil series. Mm-hmm. I would like to see the first trailer for that game to have a stinger that is the equivalent of with consulting by Tango Gameworks or Shinji Mikami. Something to just say that, hey, it's in good hands. Hey, he came over to the office and looked mm-hmm. at it and said, yeah, that looks cool. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that would make a lot of people feel a lot better. At the very least, he had that Kamiya conversation in the bar and just went, hey, man, it's your thing. What's the other news? Uh, Resident Evil 8 Village. Village. Wooly, the timing on last week's conversation couldn't have been more perfect. V-I-L-L, a.k.a. 9. Hey, uh, eight. and by nine you mean eight. eight. Yeah. 
Uh, hey, you know what? I mean, I I'm glad they found another. They listened. I'm glad they found another another way to work uh, the Roman numerals into the title. Yeah, so that's what would hold on. What, uh, nine would be I X. Uh, yeah, it would, right? It would, yeah. So it'd be like six. Resident <laughs> Evil six. <laughs> Dude, dude, that'd be super good. That'd be super good and dumb. That would be super good. Oh no! And you just highlight the IX. So here's the question: mm. Is it going to be Resident Evil Six or is it going to be Resident Evil Castle? Because. The fact that we we went on and on and on about Village, and then they said and all that shit. We know we're making a game with the title. Yeah. Um. So uh, again, the werewolf rumors are back. Um. And uh, oh. witches. Oh, please hold on a moment. I need to hit oh. the door. Oh, oh, one second. Oh, okay then. Goodbye. Hey there, everybody. Uh, hey, did you weigh yourself? Uh, I didn't weigh myself, no. Um, I. Well, how are you going to know how fat that rip was? I didn't was? go to the bathroom. I uh, had to answer the door and then at the same time get a call uh, from an accountant. So I'm like, hey, this is all happening at the same time. That's actually pretty convenient on the same. Well, I mean, yeah, it's pretty convenient so, for everyone but us. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. That took zero time in the MP3. Damn. But I I live... I was petting the cat, though, most of the time. Life happens. So... Oh, he's looking at me. He's soft. Oh, I love him. So, Village is the name, and that's a good promise, because it sounds as if they're basically taking the conversation we had and going, yeah, we know. Uh, the first area but is the good area. Werewolves and witches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I'm going to assume. Uh, so they, the 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 rumor uh, stuff talks about how it's like based on RE4 3.5, which is the the Hookman hook shit man demo, right? Uh, and in the Hookman shit, you were infested with a virus that made you see magic, mm-hmm. but it wasn't magic. Okay, it was. It was a virus. And RE7 already fucked around with that. With like, ooh, is this person magic? And the answer is no. You're just sick. uh, You're just sick. So that's probably like, the werewolves are probably going to be real. Right? But like the witch that they're talking about, probably just, uh, you know, a magic virus lady. Hmm. It's going to be Ethan. Again, Ethan and Chris. I guess what th- hanging. I guess out. what that does is it gives um, time before they have to, before they go back to the remake line. Pretty much, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, so yeah, Resident Evil is fucking popping. Yeah, that that franchise is going. It's certainly going. It's popping. Ah, uh, apparently. And, uh, yeah, so what else have we got? We got some news about 
um, Valorant, if you've, uh, oh, yes. if you've caught what's going on there. The news is watch streams get code, but not really. Valorant <laughs> anti-cheat uh, starts up on computer boot, runs at kernel level, and runs all the time, even when you're not playing the game. And is essentially only removable by uninstalling the game. Uh, you cannot mm-hmm. have you cannot have it, and uh, you cannot have one and not the other. So, uh, pretty fucking extreme steps to uh, anti cheat. Now, from mm-hmm. what we see here, at the very least, according to um, what has been dug up over at our Reddit slash Valorant and over at um, Reddit slash PC Gaming, uh, some folks are reporting that the kernel anti-cheat driver VGK.sys starts when your computer turns on. To turn it off, you either need to change the name of the driver file so it won't load on restart, or you can uninstall the driver and it'll be reinstalled back again when you open the game. Um, so it runs at ring zero of the Windows kernel, which means it always has the same rights as an administrator or more technically, uh, from the moment you boot. And, um, for comparison, BattleEye and anti-easy, and easy anti-cheat, uh, both load when you're opening the game and they unload when you've closed it. So it just seems like, uh, uh, Valorant is going extra fucking hard on this and, they have confirmed at Riot that they are. Uh, this is ex- this is intended behavior. So th- so mm-hmm. this is and this is what it's supposed to do. This is what they want. So of course, uh, anything that's running at kernel fucking level comes with a lot of concerns. One, a lot of a lot of built-in suspicion. Yeah. Uh, off the jump is the idea that you are putting in riots hands the security of your system yes so you know this is um last time we talked about that old street fighter root kit (laughs) you know i remember uh this time around we're looking at one that is but it is the potential to uh result in root kit exists providing that like someone finds a way through uh riots security which is not impossible It, it you know what i mean uh, but there, but the, this is this. So doing this for anti-cheat purposes, it's like there's a there's always the possibility that it gets compromised and that someone finds a way to use it and fucking hit your computer at a oh absolutely at a above administrator level, or that the program is in fact doing that already due to ill intentions by the developer. So then you want to go down the second road of of, of possibility, which is, uh, yes, the idea that uh, Tencent is uh, massively funding things that Riot is doing, and that Tencent itself might in fact be the one who has access to, uh, <laughs> you know, what's going on. Um, yeah, yeah. In a in a in a in a nightmarish scenario, it is straight up. Uh, there is a ten cent rootkit on your computer when you pop this game open, uh, which means there's a Chinese government rootkit on your. In computer. a in a best case scenario, it is simply what it states. It is just an anti cheat, but that anti cheat is still mm-hmm. being installed by a fallible company that can make mistakes, which leads to other near do wells using it as a as a gateway into your system. So. So whether it's them the themselves hand, or someone else that can use it, it's going way too far and risking your system security in order to 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 uh, secure anti cheat. 
on the one hand, I can understand why you would want an insanely and aggressive anti-cheat because mm-hmm. CSGO and Overwatch, Terrible. you know, they do their best. Terrible. You know, it's a constant, it's a constant yep. fight. Uh, on the other hand, man, fuck this. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's overkill. And you just kind of have to question whether or not that's what you want to install on your computer. Uh, people are going to need some kind of virtual machine, ver- verifiable proof or something. <laughs> I was going to say, run a virtual, virtual machine, fucking get a Valorant computer that you don't care about. <laughs> you know, well, I don't know. The other thing is like, that most people, most users do not care. Yeah. There's always the option uh, of letting them know that this is ridiculous and uh, trying to get them to stop it. Yes. I like that route. It's tough to do so when they have this massive built-in thing going on where people are just going to... like It's already very popular and it's not even out. Yeah, it is. It is you people know? like Counter-Strike. But, you know, uh, I think if you are on the side of folks that cuz there's always the very clear just yeah fuck that I'm out right there's there's the simple deal breaker uh which many people are like yeah I was thinking about it I wasn't too sure fuck that that sounds terrible right um and then there's those who are like damn it I still do enjoy I want I want to know about this or still want to play and whatnot in which case I would say uh tell riot to fucking stop tell them to stop you don't got to do it this way it doesn't got to be like this you can do this in other ways this is way too much. Cheating is a problem. It is. It is not a problem that should be solved by introducing potentially way larger problems. Wow. So I just took a look at Twitch just for funsies. What's up? And the top three streamers streaming Valorant are at 133, 80, and 78 K views. Yeah, makes sense. New game. Hot shit. That's pretty high even for new game and hot oh, shit. Oh, dude, look at what Apex was on, on launch. It was not 133 K. It was higher than League. Than, um, uh, it was higher than uh, Fortnite for the first, for the first mm. couple nights. And it, people were tracking and making comparisons. Hmm... Mm, maybe yeah it was it was it was super hot anything anything new is that's crazy how do i get those numbers well yeah mm. time to install a rootkit <laughs> i i guess i guess that is the way yeah uh well what you got to do uh is yes exactly so the 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 idea here is that um At the very minute, like in the same thread that's uh, bringing this to light, there's suge- one of the suggestions is that allow people to uninstall it if they wish. Do not, do not ha- uh, put it in in this in such a draconian method. And um, yes, and then of course there's the ten cent concerns as well. So uh, for for definite, there's definitely like here's the, this is one of those things where you're like, look, if people are on the fence, this pushes you off the fucking fence, you know. If Pretty you were much. on the other side of the fence, then you're looking for ways to, to, to fix this problem and or get them to do something about it because this sucks. This is a really huge bummer to attach to something that um, folks were 
are folks that are, are excited for, but already have that weird taste in your mouth because you're like, oh man, but the, the ten cent thing. Well, Wooly, get ready for this feeling to have a slightly sharper point on it when League of Fighters has the exact same thing on yep. it. Yep. 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 Maybe if the stink is loud enough and smelly enough, it'll waft into their noses and they'll fucking stop. I think I think the genius thing about them rolling out the Twitch drop thing for Valorant right now is that people who going, hey man, I don't know about this, are being actively drowned out by the phrase Gib Valorant. <laughs> hey, Gib Valorant, please. Power, power ad for Stadia right here. You don't want to install rootkit games on your computer? We'll do it for you. No risk to your own system. Just play it off on uh, one of our farms. No problem. If only. How's Stadia doing anyway? They just announced uh, free stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah? That's what successful things do, right? Yeah, free stuff. Come get it. Any of you guys interested in free stuff from Stadia? Man, I told you the other day about how I I I, I got a, a a temporary pro subscription for two months for for like a trial thing, and I was like, "Hi, I might yeah. crack this thing open and put it on my my Chromecast and see what the laws are like." And I and just see, and huh? I fucking I I installed the app on on my phone and I started lo- and I'm like, "I fuck this, I can't even be bothered for the bit." It's a whole. It's a it's whole not thing. Even, it's, it's like not even worth it for the bit. Anyway, um, yeah. Somehow talking about uh, uh, Valorant problems and and uh, has led to dunking on Stadia. But you know that's the way the world works. So um, this is this is bad, and uh, we hope uh, that it becomes not bad, not as bad, but it's bad. Please don't do this. Please follow other examples of games that have effective anti-cheat that don't uh, hit you at the fucking kernel level. I'd rather play with some cheaters. <laughs> Straight <laughs> wow. up. Um, so CSGO is rife. Rife with filth. I assume so. I'm not actually familiar, but I assume. <sighs> Man. There's always that arms race, though, isn't there? Right? Between cheating and not cheating. Between cheating and defeating the anti-cheat. Yeah, well, cheating will always win. Because you have to put out the system, and then they have to crack it, and then you have to crack their crack, and then you you play play that game. But the first move is played by the game, so uh, anyone who reverse engineers that is... You know, just got to spend the time to pretty much get there is what Here's it sounds the thing, like. Though. Just the a matter cheaters, of time. The cheat creators, you know what they are? Mm-hmm. Russians? They're hungry. <laughs> oh. Okay. They want it more. Do you know why? Because they're not just hungry, like, figuratively. They're literally hungry. They need food. And the only way they know how to make money is to create cheats. Okay. 
They just want it more. Are they hungry and Russian? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly Brazilian. Whatever happened to Dark Alex? <laughs> Is Dark Alex still? Oh, I don't know. Cracking shit. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I have. I have no idea who makes cheats. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, have, I have no clue. Uh, what? Uh, yeah. Whatever happens, we'll 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 follow and see if there's updates. But yeesh. Ooh, bad start. Seems so hard to launch something big, a big, a big launch, launch to launch a big new IP these days without at least stumbling slightly over the tip of your sack. Yeah, that's the usual. That anthem was a great launch, though, wasn't it? Well, other stuff going down. Um, you see that tra- that uh, Streets of Rage four trailer? I did. I think it's a little weird that only the new characters get to be retro, and it doesn't retrofy the whole background. But yeah, wait, is fun. that what it was? Are you sure? Yeah, dude. I th- yeah, dude. Oh, you mean not the you mean you mean the stages? Yeah. I mean oh, the because stages. The, because they're new stages. Yeah. So they didn't they didn't make the stages twice. No. Yeah. The characters there's there's old oh, there's it's twelve. Pixel, twelve playable pixel art characters. So, it yeah. all I think the new characters also right are included in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're still playing in the world of the of the new backgrounds. Which, I mean, I I I, I get it, but that's still a pretty cool feature. Yeah, totally. Um. 12 returning Streets of Rage characters, unlockable and playable in their original pixel versions with movesets and abilities, unique to their respective games, bringing the game's total, total playable roster up to 17. That's pretty good. Uh, you can also switch the background music out between Streets of Rage 1 and Streets of Rage 2 style. You should probably put on Streets of Rage 2 style. If you're, Just saying. If you're from 1, you can call in cops. If you're from three, you can sprint and roll. So they're all in their specific grooves. Yeah, that's all right. That's rad. That's a really cool, uh, really cool piece of fan service. And um, oh, my fucking head is twitching. I don't like this. From pl- you ever wearing your hell your your headphones and the the skin above your ear, like around your temple, just starts throbbing and twitching. Mm, it's gross. Not really, no. Uh, wh- yeah, me. When either. I played the demo for four, I th- it was pretty cool. I thought it was rad. I really liked uh, what was going on there. I understand that the um, you know you can't ever go too too crazy with the combat system because then you depart from the purity of Streets of Rage. But uh, yeah, that's that's a that's a cool move. I think that's pretty rad and. Uh, you know, I just I'm not I didn't grow up with Streets of Rage, so I don't I don't have the 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 big uh, big nostalgia glasses for it. But I think this looks pretty cool. You love Streets of Rage. Nah, you talk about go straight I all like the it. time. I like Streets of Rage too. 
you never stop talking about goes go straight. Yeah, that track, dude. We've had this discussion like four times. That track is way better than the Streets of Rage series. Okay. It's, it's, it's so much better than the games that it's in. Like, those games are good, but Go Straight is, like, incredible. You're thinking of Liam, man. Liam was the one who Liam was, loves like, Streets, of Rage, Streets of Rage. But uh, I also thought you love Streets of Rage. Of course I know. I know of no, course I, like, I know he loves Streets I like Go Straight. Okay. I thought you both uh, liked Streets of Rage. I do like Streets of Rage, but it's mainly the music. Got it. Well, that is the story. And that brings the story to a conclusion. The ne- Good. The next story is about the dual sense. Pardon? The dual sense. I don't know what the fuck that is. What is the that? The dual sense is the new controller for the PlayStation 5. Oh, that's right. They unveiled the new controller. It's called the dual sense. It'll, it'll, it'll touch you. It looks like Haiti. Or... So- or Echo from Overwatch. No, it looks like the Connor Mark 5000 or whatever the fuck it was. I mean, it can also... In Detroit. It can look like that, too. I think it looks more like Haiti. You don't know what Haiti is. I have no idea what Yeah, I'm going to send you a picture of Haiti. Like the country? No, not Haiti. Hay-D. It's a... Vi- I mean, with my accent, I pronounce both of those identically. All right, go to Google. I'm hitting Google. Go to image search. I'm doing that. Type in H-A-Y-D-E-E. Press enter. Oh, it's that robot with the titties. Titty-ass robot. Yeah, the titty-ass robot. That's Haiti. Yeah, it looks like that. That's what it looks like. Did you see the GIF? I'm looking at the trailer, and it's just like a super thick titty ass robot. Yeah, it's 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 bursting. Is there a game here, or is it just? You can go into the mod workshop to see the muscle mod, or the BBW mod. I'm good. Okay, well that's Haiti. All right, and that's the PS5 PS5 controller. controller. It looks. It has a. It has a, a white white uh, kind of trim on top. It's got the the um, lights. The sensor bar is now facing the player as opposed to forward uh, away from the player. Um, it looks like they have uh, flattened out the shape a little bit on ter- in terms of like the bottom of the controller where the um, looks more like an Xbox pad. They have uh, basically put a microphone. Uh, into the controller as well. So now it's not just a speaker, but you can talk back to it. Yeah, so now we, we're going back to those days of... Or plugging in your you Xbox know. One with the Kinect for the first time and just jumping online in some game and then hearing a bunch of bullshit and being like, oh, fucking God, now I got to hear everyone's babies crying and everyone's stupid music playing. Like, there's a bunch of people that... Oh, shit, up and playing God of War! A bunch of people don't talk while they play, but they just have background music playing, and that's it. And you're just like, fucking... 
<sighs> anyway, so mute everything. Brock. Mute everything and mute everybody forever. Brock, <laughs> I, I don't I just need to get a. You, you can't tell me what to do. You shut that fucking baby up! You don't, you don't pay my sub! No, you know what the greatest is? Wooly, have you played, have you seen that video of a guy playing Mafia 3 on stream? And his mother is there. And his mother's like, hey, go to the fucking bathroom! No. And he's like, no, 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 yeah. No. And she's like, I can hear you, smell you shitting yourself. Go to the bathroom. Go take a oh. shit. Oh. No. Oh. You haven't seen no. this? No. Oh, God. I'm not going to watch that now. So don't even bother. Yeah, you are. Someone's going to hear that and just go, oh, this is what they were talking about. It's already on the subreddit. You don't need to send it. I'm not going to watch it now. I'm sending. Doesn't it to matter. You. Someone is going to hear this Look, and go. Here's what it. they were talking you about. Can hear it right and now. They've already made the post you on can the hear subreddit. It right now. They've already made the post. Do you hear? I'm it. not. Let's see what I can get going with this this TV phone I have. <laughs> not interested. But yeah, it's a guy just shitting his pants while playing Mafia on Fuck. stream. And his and his mom's just like go to your bathroom and just constant like no ma, no yeah oh that's the no, worst yeah. fuck it's the that. best dude. I I want that to be my daily life on PlayStation Five. Okay, well anyway, admit, the DualSense controller. I I, legi- I I legitimately missed the nightmare of completely open comms. You miss it, like. I, you want to go back to those days? It was a, it was a riot every day. Except for when it was the worst shit ever. No, no. When it was the worst shit ever, it was the best. Like my first time, it was the, or, the like after I bought Ki and I jumped on like that, and I was just like, "Fuck everything!" Like a bunch of games where I'm like, you're just hearing people's bullshit. Oh man, because you're playing hit me dude, up dude you're hearing fighting games uh, and people like just talking what they're saying while both things have a fucking room mic and room speaker on as if that's what video games mm-hmm. need to be you know like fucking stop yeah. dude i used to play fucking battlefield and I hate everything about open that comms dude. and it was like the it was the dankest nightmare pit that's ever been created Headset for your team I, if you want to have your shit on, give the options. We don't need room mics and room speakers for open fucking comms. No, you don't get it. It's part of the aesthetic. I was called every name that existed and many that don't. And it was it was it was lit, man. It was lit before lit existed. I was talking to um oh yeah on the uh on the level clear podcast uh they were talking about how um the 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 call the the call of duty um battle royale game what was it called again mm-hmm. call uh, modern warfare yeah well 
the the current one is not called Modern Warfare. The current one is it is literally called uh, Modern Warfare. Sorry, there's a there's a game that I think has a name that is not that Warzone. Thank you very much, Warzone. Yeah, Warzone's a mode, but like you download it and it's literally Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and it's like, a, it's fucking so confusing. The the title <laughs> of the game isn't Warzone. The title of the game is Warzone. I read an article about it when we were talking about this on that podcast. I'm loading up the Battle.net launcher right now. It is listed. Oh my god, this is Call so of Duty Warzone is the title the, of the on, video game. Okay, look, look at what I'm going to send you a picture of how confusing this is and you can understand my confusion. This is what's underneath my list of games and this is the title of the game on its own page. It is literally called Call of Duty Modern Warfare in the list of games. It uses the same launcher? Yeah, and then but on the the Blizzard title page it says Call of Duty Warzone. <laughs> what the actual fuck is that? <laughs> that is awful. Uh... All right. Well, in any case, um, the point I'm, I'm I'm talking about is 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 based on Warzone. Uh, apparently, in Warzone, it has um, it has a, a, a you can choose between like it has a ping system, and then it has um, the you know team speak right. Um, mm. But mm. if you choose to use the ping system. The characters in game say out loud the things they're saying when you ping, which means if someone mm-hmm. is nearby, they will hear the character say, "Someone's been here, gun over here, ammo over here." Great, but if you're using your mic, that obviously doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So that means that pinging is automatically inferior to using a real microphone because the players that are enemies can hear you with one of them and not the other. Yeah. So it's a shittier situation where things should be even, but they're not. I should point out that Apex was like this as well. And Apex's in-game chat, I believe you could hear people via proximity. You could hear people via proximity in Halo as well. Didn't didn't it's using out of game chat that gives you the advantage. Like Discord or TeamSpeak or Vent or But didn't whatever. in no, in Apex, you when you say stuff to your team, it's not being broadcast to other players in the world. If an enemy is nearby, they're not gonna hear your character say anything. Oh, that's funny, because I totally thought they could. I guess I'm No, they wrong. can't. Otherwise because then it would be stupid. Right? Because I, I remember playing Halo, and you could totally sneak up on people and hear them talk in proximity. Okay, well, that's not Apex. And uh, in Warzone, apparently, one form of communication is is completely open to all players on the map, and the other is not. Mm-hmm. And it seems so ridiculous. So play solo. But it, it seems so stupid that you would have, like, a ping feature, which, you know, Apex... Uh, 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 kind of introduced which is like fucking amazing for not needing mics in this way but it seems like such a massive oversight to make that problem uh, uh exist with it you know 
Like, why wouldn't you just make both of them yeah, locked I guess. to the team? I, I, I'm I'm in this place where it's like I don't I genuinely I have played a, a decent amount of battle royale stuff. Oh wait, people are pointing out that pings give visual indicators and are thus more advantageous than uh, pings give vis- pings give visual indicators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so in order to balance it, it's made so that there's a sound associated. This is um this is from a discussion that was had on the Level Clear podcast with. Uh, the uh, folks that were playing Warzone and bringing up that issue. Mm-hmm. So it's a trade-off. You either get a, a visual ping, or you get like a sneaky, talky, chatty one. Um, I'm totally baffled by the desire of people to play battle royale games in teams. Uh. I legitimately don't understand. I the, the leg- I had a lot of fun play uh, playing three v uh, th- uh, three three team Apex. Yeah, I had I had tons of fun with that, um, and then I stopped, and then I was like, I would rather play solo. Oh, I I I did some solo. And that's why that's why I stopped playing Apex. I did some solo queuing, and uh, I preferred it with the teams. Same thing for, you know, solo queuing in any of those games, honestly. Like, um, it's, it's like I remember solo queuing in Overwatch was just nightmarish. Oh, yeah, totally. But um, solo queuing in Apex was, like, nowhere near as good. And, you know, I, got, I remember getting paired up with two angry Brazilian men that were yelling at me. Oh, yeah. No, that, that, was, that was my experience. But then pairing up with uh, is that every time I I would queue up in Apex, uh, I would get like the worst teammates ever, and all I can think of is like why can't I just play this by myself? Okay, so the it's the it's the entire team based concept that you're bothered by. Okay, yeah. well, uh, and also it was annoying because I won a bunch of games in Apex, but I never won any in like say PUBG. And it's like, I don't count the Apex wins as wins unless I was the person doing the best on that team. Yeah, that's stupid. You play with your friends and you have fun. End of story. <laughs> like, that, it's fun to play with friends. That's it. I, I, there's no, there's no much, not much further we need to go into that. Um, but anyway, the controller, when I look at the DualSense, uh, the, the thing that I fucking immediately see is when you rotate the controller and see like um how the r2 and l2 are triggered right mm-hmm. they're set in such a way that it's exactly like the current ps5 ps4 controller where r2 and l2 are the surface like stabilizers that the controller rests on which means that mm-hmm. same problem of putting the controller down and accidentally hitting a button or if you're watching a movie or, or and you accidentally fast forward it and you're just like Oh, it'll never go yeah. away. It's built into the whole that design. That sucks. I hate that. I want to go back to the days where the R trigger and L trigger didn't go past the base of the controller. You're never going to go back to that because people, people want, want gun triggers. triggers. <sighs> yeah. Then, like... I'm looking at the Xbox controller now and the way that the triggers are recessed and there's, like, a lip underneath them that the controller sits on. That's, that's better. <sighs> like... If you can maybe, if there's a way to, to you know, 
Like I'd have to, I'd have to go back and look at my my other controllers right now to kind of see how many do that and how many don't. But definitely, that only started with the PS4 and up, uh, as far as the Sony controllers go. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just, I would like, even if there was like a like a way to rest it upright so that the buttons were facing you or something. I just hate when you hit it and the triggers hit. But uh, beyond that, they're not going too wild with the controller. No more boomerangs, obviously. Why the fuck would you? Um. And it looks like the share button has been replaced with a content button. So, same Ooh. shit. They're acting like it's different, but it's still a non-video game button. I I I got in a discussion with mom on Twitter, and it, it was basically like, I hate the fucking share button so much. It's completely much. worthless. Um, and the response was like, well, what do you mean? Don't you ever want to share anything on, you know, Twitter or YouTube or don't you, you know, want to take a screenshot? And the answer is no, I'll use my capture card to do that. Um, and because I use that controller on PC regularly where it is transformed into the select button 99 times out of a hundred, I never got used to using it as the share okay but you see we are big content creator power users though so we have that capture mm -hmm. card set up however well if i didn't have a capture card i wouldn't want to share anything here's where i'm at i would occasionally want to have the ability to take a screenshot or a clip if something happens of course you know xbox record that but Mm -hmm. why not just put that on the fucking uh playstation menu Press the PS button, and yeah. then you just have a quick screenshot or capture thing right in there. Is it so vital to be able to take a screenshot instantly? Is that is that like so important? It's dumb. It's so dumb. It's a waste of a button that could be uh, a gameplay button on the controller. To those of you who are saying um, not everyone has a capture card, of course not everyone has a capture card. But no one cares about anyone's screenshots or clips either. You do, because it's yours. Like, if I made a cool screenshot, I would care about it. But, like, who gives a fuck? I think all system-level features should exist on the system button. There's a system-level menu button that exists to bring in system features. Every other button on the controller should be gameplay-oriented. Because you want to have gameplay options as as a priority. They should go back to that being select button or or back or you know whatever the fuck they want to call it. And if you want to take a screenshot, just hit the PlayStation button and like move the D pad down twice. It's it's just it's simple. It's like I'm not saying like you know I know like I, I think it's it's stupid to say why would you ever share or take a screenshot? That's dumb. There's uh, but I think there's no reason that it's not the first item on the uh the the PlayStation menu that pops up if you just hit the fucking P, uh, PS button. You know you can take the in- yeah, you know, you guys, I'm not saying remove the screenshot functionality. I'm saying is it so important that it needs a dedicated button on the controller with in which a better button could go there instead? One that is shared on all the other consoles like the Switch and the Xbox? Yeah, you see the you see asking the question as a yes no sets yourself up for failure. What you need to do is like I said, describe the better scenario, which is wow, everyone is really upset. Wow, Here's the better scenario is there's already a button. It's there. We could just use that button to do what we need. You know what I would even do? I would go a step further. How about this? Check it out, right? Select button is still a gameplay button we can use, right? Press the PS button, hold it, 
bring it up, take your screenshot, or record your last couple of uh, 15 minutes of, of video, right? Mm-hmm. Double tap for an instant screenshot on the double tap PS button. Pop, pop, instant screenshot, done. Now, you have all the functions you needed. You have the same ease of use. You have the same instant picture being taken, but it's on the system button and not taking the space of a gameplay button. And now we have more room for gameplay functions. It's that simple. Like, as someone who's done a ton of fucking, you know, like, like, whatever. You know, it's just, this is a... It's like, no, we need a special extra button that's like a bomb that you hit that covers the screen with the goddamn uh, share menu. Or you can switch it to easy screenshot mode in which you hit it and then a beep happens. And you're like, what the fuck was that yeah, beep? Yeah, the current state of things with the share button is awful. Um, and I really wish it could be a gameplay button. But this is where we're at. So now, whatever, it's a content button. And it's a, it's the same thing, you know? It's, it's the... It's the same button. It just has probably yeah, more exactly. Features. And 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 you know, there's there a, a, a discussion was ha- was had right. There was definitely a point in the last gen where they kind of you know Xbox uh, got together with all the, the all the hardware con- manufacturers had their respective meetings where they did realize they're like, hey, look, sharing content is a big part of this gen. This is a really important direction to go in, making it easy for people to advertise and push. Um, our stuff out there by having it shared on social media is. It's super important that Nintendo put a fucking screenshot button on their console. Yeah, and guess right? what? It's in a place that you're unlikely to hit by accident because they still have their start and select buttons on it. The last people in the world that you would ever expect to get rid of the select button got rid of the select button, but not really because there's still a, ba- a plus and minus, you know? Um, so... it. So uh, I, I would I would like to to point something out. A lot of people are like, "Why is the select button so important?" And it's really not in the grand scheme of things. But I'm gonna hold up in my hands three controllers. Right, I have an Xbox pad. I have a Switch Pro pad. I have a PlayStation Four pad, which I usually use on the PC. In which all all of them, the leftmost tiny button near the analog stick is the select or back or minus button. The only one it's not on is the PS4 actual use case on its console. In which that becomes a trap button for screenshots or videos. Yeah, Xbox back button is still a back button. It's a, you know it is there when you want to do screenshots. You don't have to. You don't have that dedicated thing. So. All that to say that um, they, they, you know, the the recognition that social media is, ex- is extraordinarily important has been, you know, clearly a, a pushed. But I really do see no purpose as to why they can't go the route I just described. You know, and the only one I can think of because they clearly must have talked about it is that the dedicated button pushes the importance of the feature. You're that's right? pretty much it. It tells you. It told people, hey, everybody. It's really important that you can share these moments, and people got into that. Putting putting um, uh, putting a screenshot and video recording on a double tap of the PS button adds mm-hmm. the function for those who would like it, but putting it on a dedicated button where select should be encourages you to do it and pushes you to do it when you might not otherwise do so. It is an omnipresent yeah. reminder that you can share content that you're playing. 
Unless the publisher decides, unless you can't. they decide you can, in which case it'll say this is blocked. Which makes the whole the whole like the fact that sharing can be blocked at mm-hmm. all invalidates mm-hmm. the whole concept in my mind. Mm-hmm. Touchpad definitely like it's so touchpad stupid. definitely has become select in a lot of cases, but de facto for lack of, of having a select button, it kind of goes to that, and you've got yeah. that. Um, I I think it would be rad to have both. You know, I like the idea of, uh, you know, because you can yeah. In many cases, touchpad is going to pull up the map. It's going to maybe pull you, give you, give you your your weapon wheel or whatever kind of gestures or little touch sensitive options you you're going to use. Um, but like, we would be better in a world with more button. You know, with another button there. So, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, uh, beyond that, I uh, I saw a lot of color redesigns for the controller that are really fun. A lot of people are customizing the yeah. None of which were official, but it, it gives you hope that they might actually do. Cool uh, shit. They might do. They might play with it so that the white becomes a bunch of different colors and you can mix and match them. But here's the thing: I like the white personally. Yeah, I think it looks, it looks nice. very nice. I I dig the. Uh, the Haiti aesthetic, you know, the the white on black with some blue trim. It looks very clean, looks very robotic. Um, I don't mind it. And I also can't wait to see what other color combinations we can get. Um, it can lead to some potentially really fun um, mixtures because, you know, in a lot of cases... Um, the colors on a controller are sort of like, you know, it's, it's, it's one color or a texture kind of thing. And here you can have some fun, like, like the Dio colors. There's, there's some people photoshopping, you know, you got your Avas, you got, um, Ebony yeah. and Ivory. We've seen some fun photoshops, you know? And then the black, all black with the blue trim looks great too. So, yeah. I like the blue they use for that kind of, that, the uh, deep, kind of stuff. deep blue. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's a like nice it. deep blue. Hey, I got people in the in the in the chat mentioning like, yeah, until your white controller becomes all grimy. I've had a lot of white controllers. I've never seen them get grimy. How gross are you? People? I've seen it. It depends on the texture of the controller. I mean, like visibly discolored. Uh, so I have the white 360, or rather, the white uh, X Bone controllers. I have are still fine. Mm-hmm. They have the right texture for it. Um, there, those are totally fine. The early 360 controllers, if you go back and look at them, they're starting to discolor. They, yeah, dude, they're like 15 years yeah, old. Now. They're definitely there's some some of them are like, ooh, look at that, you know. But the black ones hold up better. So, uh, and yeah, I wash my hands daily. You should ha- wash your hands more than daily. You should clean your controllers. Gross people. I remember my PS2 controllers where the uh, the matte texture would become uh, glossy just from gripping the controller for so long. Like you've used it so much that like the handles are now have have now glossed down. You've changed the texture with your grip. Yeah, it's a it's a thing. It's a thing. I feel like saying something controversial. Um, I'll just finish my thought and say, uh, whatever direction we go with, I'm glad that we're past the gray controller. Yeah. Oh yeah. I totally agree. I think that if you enjoy the share button, you are stupid. (laughs) 
I think I just gave a pretty convincing argument for a superior configuration. Yes, you did. You very much did. So, you know. And I saw some people going, but I show it to my friends. Your friends are stupid. Your friends are even stupider than you. Because, Wooly, I swear to God, if you if you came to me and were like, yo, check out this cool thing that happened in a game I was playing, and it was like a screenshot, I would send back a message going like, what are you fucking stupid? I don't care. And you would have been like, you're right, that was stupid to do. You don't say. I do, I do say. Um. <sighs> mm. Feels good in my you chest. You got it off? Yeah, feels good. Mm. Yeah. And you know my favorite part What's is? That? The number one response is, Pat, that's your job, moron. And it's like, it's funny that you mentioned that during a podcast that you're listening to right now that has not one gameplay screenshot in it at all, which means that me and Wooly's voices and personalities are the true draw. The truest value. Uh, I have used the share feature to share my Tetris 99 victories. I have used the yeah. share feature to share my clip Virgil's downfall on Twitter, which uh, do you remember true. that? I do. I uh, I recently used the Nintendo. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I don't even know what it's called. Share feature. You're lucky you did. You're lucky you where, didn't retweet uh, it. I was about to blow your ass out. I put I, I put up a, a photo that I made of the Animal Crossing, and people saw it and you all missed your chance to tell me that that was stupid that i did that because it turns out that i created a content that you did you did you retweet that for that that virgil's downfall i don't know man that's ancient because if you did then then fuck yourself then i was taking pity on your poor (laughs) share button use uh you know what i also used it for trying to support i actually so here's what i did i actually used it for samurai showdown to um to to review match footage to get bart to 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 get better uh, at sam show so i would i would like after a long set i would like record the set and then go back and watch it that was actually you know what i feel bad for right now I feel bad for the people listening to just the audio version because they can't see me trying not to break it out into a big shit-eating smile. Or I'm like... They can hear it. I can hear it. They can I can, hear absolutely, it? I can okay, absolutely can hear, hear it. There's okay. a tone. There's okay. a tone. Uh, but yeah, this is where we're at on the controller. What a terrible feature. This is where we are at. <laughs> That's the correct noise. Boy, I sure hate the share button so much. You know, and so for real though, my my specific gripe isn't even against the the usability of it. It's against the the share button specifically, uh, because Xbox and Switch have similar features. They're out of the way. Switch hides its button in a place where you don't accidentally hit it, and you actually still have your select button. 
So it's way better. It's, Whatever the Switch version is, is much better than the share button. Um, it's parallel to the most important button on the controller on the PS4. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is mirrored. The least, mo- the least important button is mirrored with the most important button. You know what? The content button would be really good if I could uh, make it so that it's un. If hitting it does nothing, that would be the best thing about it. Giving people options is nice. Yeah. Well, anyway. So speaking of. Um, of of bannings and of uh, cheaters. Mm, yes. Uh, it turns out that in Pokemon Sword and Shield, when mm-hmm. you are uh, playing ranked, that if you rage quit, you don't take the loss. Oh come on! Come on! Yep. How many times? It's every. <sighs> Turns out. So, with that rampantly spreading across the ranked community. Yeah, once people discover that it works and tell other people. All losses negated, all wins negated. Um, cause fuck that. All you got to do is right before it registers the win, uh, you simply put the switch to sleep and then it cuts all communications. Single button. Hold the button. You didn't lose. You didn't lose. It's like nothing yeah. happened. So, uh, the news is that uh, Game Freak has announced that they're going to be addressing this and what they're going to be doing is... Uh, I guess, yeah, they're going to patch the game to uh, try to uh, detect whenever this happens. And if you rage quit, uh, there is a high likelihood you'll be permanently banned. Good. Great. Yep. Super. Yep. So. It won't work. It's a pretty, like, one rage quit equals a permaban is a pretty uh, extreme, like, it went from the worst case scenario to the highest strictest oh, it's, scenario. it's never one rage quit. It's always, like, a bunch within a, a, a threshold. In case it was your bad connection. Yeah, yeah if, you, if, you display yeah. A, um, if you display a pattern yeah. of, of, of rage quitting, at, of quitting it. So it's like, or, or being a, a dirty mm-hmm. red bar. If you only suddenly turn red right before the matches end then uh yeah you can you can fucking go you can fucking go yeah so you are banned from all online features good so you can still play the single player game <laughs> it would be pretty crazy That's if fine. you booted it up and they're like nah you don't get to play this game at all fuck your system you cheated yourself you learned nothing but no, uh, it, ba- it, bar- it bars you from uh, from uh, raid battles and from anything. I right. think rage quitters should have their their. their I, I, I well, it doesn't print. matter what you're about to say. You can just go go further. Why don't you? Rage rage quitters yeah. should be drug out into the street and shot. Yeah, and but first they have to watch their their switch be shot. 
um, first before the, before the shooting of the switch, their ranking goes to the bottom of the list. Oh, good. So they slowly see their points drain until their name goes all the way to the bottom. And then they take a picture of it and then they smash your switch and, and then they double tap you in the cranium. Damn. That's crazy. That's good. That's good. So, uh, I just have this fantasy of like people cheating in an online tournament in like Counter Strike, and like they get caught cheating, and then like somebody just like jumps in through their window and starts hit them, hitting them with a bat, and starts screaming like okay, "Stop shut up, cheating! Shut up, shut up, stop cheating!" They take your name, they drag you all the way to the bottom of the leaderboard, so you have no ranking points. Yeah, yeah. Then they force you at gunpoint to use the share button. To share your shitty ranking to everyone online. Shame. Everyone on your social media has to see how bad you are at the bottom of the ranking. But not like like not even at like zero, but at like one or two. So that it's a believable number. It's almost like, oh no, you played and you were this shitty. So it's not even a zero. It's like just way, way down. An embarrassingly high number, you know? And then, and then after forcing you to use the share button, then you break the switch and then you double tap him in the back of the head and then you call it a day. Yeah. And it's live. And that's the last thing that ever happens. Put, the, put that on ESPN. The last communication they ever have with anyone in this life is sharing their garbage ranking online to everybody. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm going to be okay with the share button on one condition, right? If by uh, by if by turning on the share button, it unlocks the shame The shame button in which every in which every time every time you want to share something cool, you have to share like a screenshot of like a loss or like a game over screen. Shame button. Now we're going places. Now we're getting there. Suddenly, suddenly we're fixing this feature. Suddenly we're improving it. Yeah. It's encouraged. You hit that shame button. Good old shame Xbox, button. shame me. <laughs> and he goes, doo It takes your screenshot and then it sends it to... Like, to oh, everybody no. and then it sends it to, and like Look. even with your parents or it's like i don't understand what's happening in this game all i see are lines and circles but i should feel bad i guess oh my god and it's just like well you know and then you just have a nice little guide video that's like hey there parents uh your son is playing a video game in this video game the goal is to do this but your son was incapable of doing that here's a video of them failing horribly at a thing that this many people this is a, are this... able to do better. <laughs> no, you know what? 600,000 people are able to do better than your son. So it's got to have that thing where you know how it's recording for the past half hour. It, it, Sony should invest in a, in a feature that is able to like analyze the last 15 minutes and figure out on game over if the game over was embarrassing <laughs> and be like, like like you get a game over and then a, a thing comes up and it goes like 
uh, we have det- Sony has detected that your last ten minutes of Fortnite uh, footage was I- embarrassing to the extreme. Would you like to share this? And it's got two two options, and it's yes, and the second one is yes. <laughs> fuck that. And you try and back out, and it goes. We have now posted this shame to your Twitter. You fuck like like you die at rate this feature you die and it gives you the game over screen and then there's a little thing in the corner that just says uploading posting to yeah. social medias <laughs> share complete and then i uh, yeah xbox step on me <laughs> yes yes this controller is now superior we can yes. absolutely we can take it to the future. Content is content, after all. The content yeah. button does not discriminate. You can you can get a free month of PlayStation Plus if you upload a shame a shame vid that is popular. <laughs> Did you sit down in front of your PlayStation camera with uh, no pants on and your balls hanging out? It scans you with the the yeah. the, the, the the Xbox scans you with the Connect, and it realized that your skeleton has your balls in frame at this exact moment, it takes that screenshot, sends it out, Lon. Sends it out. <laughs> right there. The moment you are st- mid-stand, you? No. mid-stand, your balls have been screenshotted and uploaded to all your social medias. Do you get banned? <laughs> no, you Probably. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's you go to share something, and it's like the camera has detected... That your penis is very small. <laughs> would you like to add this? Would you like to add this data to your screenshot? <laughs> it's like you could share this super sick victory, but it has to be baked in with a screenshot of your in very very small penis. Of- yeah, and it's like one of those like uh, like uh, not it's not explicit. It's like one of those three D wireframes on like those dick pill commercials that it's like but like the before and it's got like a little sad face on it with like a down pointing arrow it's like hey dude did you sign the eula cuz the eula takes a picture I of did your sign dick the EULA. why'd you why'd oh, you sign man. the eula if you if you agreed to the terms then you knew that it was going to take a screenshot of your penis and attach it to every cool thing you do content wise and then it goes, hey, do you want to pay 99 cents to turn this shame button into a share button? One use only. <laughs> uh, your penis is too small to use the share feature. Nah, uh, come on. Hey, come on. I was in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Shrinkage. Uh, you know, I mean, shit, man. Face detection is pretty advanced. Um, I think the computers can no longer be fooled with shrinkage. (coughs) Even accounting for shrinkage, you're below the threshold. And then it uses the wireframe to show you the cutoff. Like, it must be at least this big. (laughs) So you you see the wireframe of what you could have? And then the computer is like, listen, man, I was going to shame you, but that doesn't look normal. You should get that checked out. And you're like, oh. Damn. It doesn't know how to recognize my third testicle. Meanwhile, Tencent is just rubbing their arms like, getting that dick data. Yeah. Oh, man. Getting that dick data. Mm. Like that dude peeking from behind the tree. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh boy. Somebody in chat asked, how does this work for women? It would determine just how much bigger one boob is than totally. the other. Yeah. Down to the millimeter. Once again, you have to stand up and sit down at some point in front of your console. It would detect how flat that ass is. And it would oh, just be man. like, would you like to post this Bristol board screenshot alongside your, your cool moment? Shit's flat. No. <laughs> hey, man. Fair is fair. It is concave. Indeed. All right. I don't want to hear this. All right. Well, anyway. I think we've made an excellent case for why the share button sucks and how it can be improved. Speaking of improving controllers. Yes. There's a company called Retrobit, and they are making uh, an improved Dreamcast controller. It's coming out this year. I so this is the perfect. I segue. saw that improved Dreamcast controller, and I burst out. This laughing. is the perfect segue. So the uh, the Retrobit, the Retrobit alternative Dreamcast controller is what right now it's just a blue. Um, it's kind of like a, 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 a blueprint. And uh, what they're showing is it's got the same shape. They're improving. They're adding a better stick and a better D-pad. Uh, they're dropping the triggers down to be repositioned so that they're more like bumpers. And they're putting six buttons on the face. So uh, that makes a lot more sense for the, all the fighting games that you can play on Dreamcast. Yeah, okay, here's here's the thing. Here's why I burst out laughing. It's the same horrible shape. Yeah, I remember you you guys like, would never never ever let it go. Um like it is it is the worst shape for a controller ever. And they decided we're going to improve it. We're going to improve the sticks. We're going to move the triggers. We're going to add more buttons. But it's still going to be this horrible monstrosity of this of this horrible shape. I think uh, with this fucking square. I think with better parts and uh, the adjustments made, I'm I'm excited to use this on my Dreamcast. Of course you are. You never hated the Dreamcast controller. You learned to live with your Dreamcast controller shame. I would say that the shape is the shape is probably the least offensive of the problems with the controller. I much prefer, of course, the modern controllers we have, but like the stick and the buttons being four and not six and the triggers are uh, way worse issues than the shape of the controller. I'll say this much. Um, as someone who is willing to put up with it, I definitely will be grabbing these. I mean, these will obviously be yeah. improvements, yeah. but uh, but it's still going to be like, pick it up and go, Egh! this thing needs a shame of button for itself. And, and lest we forget, um, there's still that uh, PlayStation converter as well. So, you know, can always mm -hmm. use that. But yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. This is a, a very welcome product, and I hope to see more ETA late 2020. 
Um, I'm just gonna yeah, I'm gonna hit that like button so that I remember about this later on. From Retro Bit Gaming. Looks like they're the ones that also put out uh, the like N64 controllers for PC, the SNES controllers for PC, mm-hmm. and the GameCube uh, controllers for PC as well. All right, so they have a lot of practice yes. on this shit. Basically, they make uh, legacy controllers for, for PC. So good shit, good shit. Why why use legacy controllers instead of good controllers? Um, like the, the arc of the controller has been that of incre- of of total. I mean, progress. listen, you know, you know the answer to this already, but it's like uh, for for people that have been playing melee for years, you know, like and playing Smash for years, I get it. It's like it's just it's in the bones at this point. You know, I understand. Most importantly, I would single-handedly fund, if possible, on Kickstarter or to these people or directly or whatever the fuck it would take, a Xbox um, classic to USB converter that can handle all of the inputs of the Steel Battalion controller. If I yes. could convert that into... Well, that's its own beast. That's if its I can convert the Steel beast. Battalion controller into something that I can plug into my computer and then play games that are actually working and dedicated to using it, uh, then I would fucking... Like emulated Steel yeah. Battalion. I, someone was saying... <laughs> I heard someone post and say that there's... People got it working with like other games with some, some heavy modding. But... Yeah. Uh, I don't. I didn't look into it, so I'm not sure where that's at. That would require some doing, but it feels like such potential wasted to not be able to plug that into a computer and just go crazy. Because at the very at the bare minimum, right, you would be able to use something like Joy to Key to map every keyboard function and then create the type of movement you wanted in whatever insane game, you know. So yeah. So, yeah, we will see. You know what? Elite Dangerous, Steel Battalion plus VR. Yeah, that that would be pretty rad. Apparently, actually. it is actually possible. That's the, oh, really? I, I think that's what, uh, that's what I was being told. Someone figured it huh. out. More That'd information is required. I just realized... Uh, there is one thing I unequivocally love about the PlayStation share that? button. I love it. And that is when I start playing a game and the intro cutscene starts or like a cut or like a like a like a big spoilery cutscene starts, right? And I'm recording it or streaming it. And the message comes up, goes, PlayStation has blocked capture of this scene and i'm like oh that's oh that's nice oh that's mm-hmm. cute uh-huh you get a oh, oh, oh look at you ah it's cute like the smugness is 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 good on well, that well clearly you're you're it's using good. the playstation share feature to play player persona 5 aren't you obviously obviously otherwise blocked content wouldn't be able to be displayed 
reminds me when like the PS3 would tell you, hey, you can't run this DVD or Blu-ray with HDCP on. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> dude, tell, tell me about yeah, that again. Exactly. So I used to have that like every once in a while to like, like, like oh, yeah, I got to turn this on to watch this or that or whatever the fuck. And uh, God bless the fucking stripper splitter, you know. Because we plug, because yeah. it was uh, third birthday is actually where the problem arose. Couldn't do third birthday without it. Yeah. Really? Third birthday, uh, uh, the the Vita TV, um, uh, fucking um, HDCPs, and you can't remove it. The only uh, the only time I ever actually used it for work, you know, for real purposes, was the uh, Black Flag Machinima video because that was recorded and came out before the PlayStation Four update that allowed you to turn off Mm. HTCP and other people who were doing their black flag videos. A lot of them were back to pointing cameras at Mm. their televisions and our video looked like a real video because fuck that shit. It was, it was an extra crazy moment because Sony had explicitly said, Oh yeah, we're going to remove this. It's just not out yet. Um, fucking bullshit. Right. Uh, Saints Row 5 in development. Yay, those are good. Volition has been at it. And uh, there's a Saints Row the Third remaster being done by Spirit. That game being is done good. done by Spirisoft. But um, they will reveal Saints Row 5 this year. That's all we know. Seems like they're taking their time. I wonder if it has time travel. Because they really fucked that universe up. I mean, isn't that the whole point, though? That there's no limits to what we yeah. can do with Saints Row? Uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. That's going down. And... Uh... Oh, yeah, okay. Well, there's uh yeah two other quick things here. One... Uh, pretty. We're talking about like controllers and peripherals and whatnot. There's one more peripheral-based story, um, but uh, it is the uh, there's an uh, there's someone is making a um, someone is making a switch pinball accessory that you can so okay. you plug this into uh, you plug this into the USB C slot on your switch and then you can uh, hook up your switch to play vertically and you can play a couple of different pinball games with it and uh it's fucking cool like it actually seems to work really well you strip you strip the joy cons off and then you can um basically play uh far like far east pinball seems to be the 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 people that are making this you know and if you're a big fan of pinball games like it's perfect for the format and the and the screen size um I love pinball games. I'm, I think that's super cool. And it adds basically a button to the left and right um, at the bottom side. And then it adds a two buttons to the underside if you were holding your Switch with pinball orientation. Very cool. That's super yeah. weird. Um, but I mean, like, that's that's probably the best accessory type of thing you're going to get for pinball in, in years outside of, like... You know, doing something ridiculous with your 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 monitor that rotates or anything like that. The switch without uh, Joy Cons on it is perfect for docking into a, a controller setup like this. 
So yeah, you just put it sideways and then you plug it in and then uh, you can play your fucking pinball games, dude. What a rad accessory. What a rad accessory. I wish I had a pinball yeah. machine. I'd kill for some Black Knight 2000. Oh, yeah. I've got, or... <sighs> That's... When I went to Galloping... Try and get one of those. When I went to Galloping Ghost and I was like, do you guys have Black Knight 2000? And the dude just looked at me like, what the fuck is this baby's first pinball outing? Of course we have Black Knight. Yeah, of course we got Black Knight. What kind of stupid oh, question man. is that? <laughs> I was like, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Not only it's a, it's a stupid question, but it's also like the only question that matters kind of thing. In a way. In a, in a way. Um so uh that's going down. What? <laughs> <laughs> What's breaking up? news i couldn't understand i couldn't breaking understand news. why everyone was yelling nascar so then i googled the word nascar and then i and oh i you didn't, didn't see, see this? this this happened one hour ago uh breaking news breaking news Hey, hold on. Before you have a breaking news, I have a different breaking news about NASCAR. Did you know that when you're riding around in a NASCAR car, that cars are loud? And it's difficult to hear what people are saying when they're driving? It's true. Wooly, what happens when cars aren't loud? I am scrolling violently for footage i'm scrolling oh you want footage violently for footage where is it come on someone will send it to you buddy somebody will send it to you yo full-throated okay here we go nope no, no one's pl- no one's got the footage. All right, we'll take it from CBC Sports. NASCAR star Kyle Larson suspended without pay after using racial racial slur during virtual race. Uh, Kyle Larson was competing in the live iRacing event on Sunday night. The racial slur was heard during a microphone check with his spotter. He was suspended indefinitely by NASCAR without pay by Chip Ganassi Racing on Monday for using a slur on the live stream. Uh, he said the driver said there's no excuse for the comment. Um, NASCAR ordered Larson, who is half Japanese, to complete a sensitivity training course before he's eligible for reinstatement. Oh, so my I'm God. on the NBC News oh website, and I've God. discovered a slightly more incredible piece of context. Right? So, yes. One... Uh, he was talking to his spotter, right? Who is a white guy. Uh, and he goes, you can't hear me? And then just blurts out the hard R. His fellow drivers in the chat were stunned with one instantly saying, quote, Kyle, you're talking to everybody, bud. Kyle, you're talking to everyone, Wooly, what are you playing? Uh, the audio, apparently. 
Do not play news footage or ESPN footage into this podcast. It's not moron. ESPN footage. It's a fucking clip off of YouTube. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can I, I? So hold on. I can say it, but I can't play it. <laughs> Actually, on Twitch, you can't say it, and people have been banned for it, so you don't want well, to. Um, y'all are gonna want to. Uh, uh, be careful around Dokapon then, because that got heated. <laughs> also, uh, this is just saying that uh, for the long, for months now, uh, when uh, things escalate between Reggie and I, it goes where it goes. So that has been a thing. So whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just okay. warning you. Regardless okay. of race or context, you can totally still get banned for dropping it okay. on stream. Well, well, in this case, I heard the reactions more than I heard the actual thing. But uh, interesting. Uh, can we get a? Can you? Can you? Can you? Is this? Is this fertile ground for you to make a new Rolling Start video? <laughs> <laughs> I think the age of Rolling Start is past. Um, okay. there is an NPC that pops up in Dokapon Kingdom. He's a he's a, a mole, and he's got a, a drill, and he drills to make your towns more valuable. His name is Mitch Digger. Okay. I Get swear out. to God, his Get name out. is Mitch Digger. That's that. Come on. All right, it's uh. It's 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 you know you gotta be you gotta be careful, you gotta be careful with these right. with these characters in these games, you know. I think I called him uh, niche bigger. Yep. Yeah. So, in any case, um, wow. Okay, so that's what's happening in NASCAR. You know, last week we got a rage quit, and then a dude lost a sponsor as a result of it. Uh, it turns out. It turns out. It turns out cars are loud. That uh, NASCAR will continue to be in the news. Uh, reset you know, the clock. I gotta say. That's two. I am shocked. That is That's shocked. That's right there. That NASCAR drivers would throw tantrums and drop the hard R. I am shocked. Are you? Are you really? I'm so I'm okay. not that shocked. I was being facetious. Damn, I thought it was pure, like the world of Ricky Bobby. It was it was not. I it thought was it was lie. like the world of Ricky you Bobby. You know? We learned so much from Talladega Nights. I should rewatch that again. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> All right. Well, now is a twist and a turn. Actually, more like it was a left turn, followed by a left turn, followed by a left turn, followed by a left turn. <laughs> hey, we're back to where we started. It's crazy. Speaking of racing, last story of the of the week here is going to go to uh, Hot Shots Racing. Is uh, 60 FPS arcade racing on the Switch. So uh, there's this game called 
Hot Shots Racing that for a second I was like, is that 90s arcade racer? Is it finally happening? And then upon closer inspection, it is not 90s arcade racer. Um, it is a low poly, high frame rate racing game. So, oh, this is a yeah. Odd one. It looks like games that the user in Reboot plays. It it, it looks like a high frame rate version, kind of like in between, like Need for Speed Three and like VFX. Or like stunt mm-hmm. tracks. It looks like an episode of Race Wars waiting to happen. Yeah, it does. It does look like an episode of Race Wars. Um, yeah, Pursuit Modes. Fuck yeah. The original Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. It looks cool. I like the uh I like the uh the low poly cars. Um the the sixty FPS definitely kind of makes you go like, whoa, it's my brain is seeing old, but I'm getting like, you know, new, feel. new feel. Yeah, it's a it's a strange moment. When you look at the the trailer for it, um, but uh, yeah, uh, Hot Shots, Hot Shot Racing is what it's called, and it just really reminds me about the tragedy of '90s arcade racer, you know, um, which to this day is still listed on the Nicalis website as coming soon. Fucking whatever. Um, and the other tragedy of Drift Stage. Which, you know, like, I miss Drift Stage. Like, why, why are, why are nostalgic racing games cursed? Why? Because racing games are cursed in general. But these ones in particular, these, th- these throwbacks yeah, that I happen to, because I, I, you know, I care. I don't care that much about uh, many racing games. There's a lot that that uh, go by that I, I'm, you know. But there, but the ones that hit that era that I'm super uh, all up, all in for, uh, shit goes bad. Shit goes bad. You know, seems like uh, those two games in particular, Drift Stage and 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 Nani's Arcade Racer, are just like. Man, remember R4? Oh, that was a great game. Remember Burnout? I remember Burnout. Remember the Crash Breakers? I do. Take some questions. Let's take some questions. All right. Let's head emails, and then we'll be talking about FS7 a yes. little bit. If you got a question, you can send it into Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail.com. That's Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail.com. Let me get some water. I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave it running. Let me just get some water. Can I get some water? No. No, I will not get some okay. water. Well, I'm gonna get some water. You get some water. I am going to stand up, though. Wait, no. Oh, jeez. Okay, no. (sighs) I didn't think he was going to leave. I thought he was going to keep it going. All right, then we'll just take... I'll hit the break button. I thought he was going to keep talking. 
talking for a second, but now he's gone. So now we're hitting the button, guys. Okay, there we are. So sorry about that long delay. I had to pet my cat, and then I had to go pee, and then I saw Peach saliva and had to give her a smooch. Okay, all worked out. Yes, I got my water. And oh, I'm glad. Uh, let's take some. Uh, let's take some letters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so. Got one coming in from Alec, or excuse me, Frank. Says, Dear Castle, play at 1.25 speed cast. High bodily fluid disaster speculators. Question for Wooly since he mentioned TOing before. Uh, what's to TO, what's, what do TOs do to make sure each setup has all the DLC or unlockable characters? I assume multiple setups means. Uh, buying each DLC item for each setup, but uh, what about stuff that's only unlocked via story modes? The time investment for that seems insane. Sure does, doesn't it? So what is the secret? Uh, well, quite frankly, wh- sorry, what is happening? What do you mean? Why are we in emote-only mode? Oh, I put them all in emote-only mode because they were all starting to talk about FF7's ending. Seriously? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Mothman was like, I'll put you in emote mode if you guys don't behave. And I'm like, I'll put them in emote mode. Fuck them. No control. No self-control. All right. In the box. Anyway, so uh, to answer the question, um, the there is no there is no fucking uh, quick and easy here. What TOs do is pray, pray that the game has a quick unlock feature like Shovel Knight mm-hmm. Showdown does, where you just put a code in for an unlock, or pray that um, there is a memory card duplicate duplication ability or a save ability that you can unlock shit with or something. Because uh, in most cases nowadays on modern consoles with profiles, you're just unlocking them all manually. And part of being a TO means you're going in and sitting down and you're seeing people grinding out at each setup to get characters. This is not an uncommon sight in Smash. This is not an uncommon sight back in the day with... uh, Street Fighter, this is not an uncommon site with any games where you just, you got to go through a bunch of matches to get everybody. Like, you sit down and you fucking do it, you know? Uh, it's it's exactly... It sounds like shit, dude. It, it sounds like it sucks ass. It totally does, and that's part of being a TO. Part of being, like a being a TO is going... You got to go set... You got to... You got to you gotta go sit down at every fucking setup and just unlock everything. And Listen, it's, man, I think... Th- I think being a TO sounds like shit, except for when you get to go, I think my friend won. Yeah. (laughs) And you think think, uh, uh, that shit's bad. Uh, Imagine the setups where you got to get Jill and Shuma Gorath from Ultimate Marvel 3, because they're DLC only from Marvel 3 Regular Edition. Are are they not delisted? Currently they are, and they were at the time. Oh, great. Yeah. Sick. So these are like time sensitive specific characters that ha- that uh 
came from the roster of the last game and the update to this game doesn't automatically include them because fucking whatever it's 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 a purchase that's separate so yeah you just get these weird things of popping the disc in in modern context and getting you know characters missing for that bullshit awesome not on the disc of either game download only you know uh it sucks that's the question that's the answer it sucks great got one coming in here from brass fist that's a cool name says dear sea lion slayer and naked shit explainer recently i had the immense joy of purchasing doom eternal no spoilers and it's been an utter blast to play. I reached a point in the game yesterday where I was having civic, serious difficulty with a new set of enemies. And I looked a strategy up. Um, cute 45 minutes of me resetting all my keys, training for the new layout, and behold, I can now switch between half my arsenal by plinking a few keys and can melt most enemies in an instant. It was a big That's labor right. and required a lot of, of thinking, but it was enjoyable to upgrade me, the player, as opposed to grinding for better loot in the game. However, mm-hmm. this has seemingly destroyed the challenge of the game at my current difficulty. Um, are there examples where you learn techniques that trivialize the challenge without upgrading or grinding skills? Love y'all. Stay healthy. From Brass Fist. Uh, one of the really good examples that ties into FF7 is you play the darts game, right? Yeah. So I was showing off, uh, and people at home can can uh, uh, live can see this, is that there's an easy way to win at those games that give you really shaky um, uh, aim. Okay. And particularly, there's a specific type of shaky aim mm-hmm. that is given to you in a lot of games, particularly dark games, in which the game the uh, reticle has a lot of inertia. It wants to pull back to center. Mm-hmm. So you have to keep your analog stick like dead center, mm-hmm. right? Or, or super, super stable. Mm-hmm. And the trick is really simple, is that instead of using one thumb, use your thumb and your uh, index finger so oh. that you push it with your thumb, but you keep the index finger on it so that it, it maintains its exact position. Oh, that's cool. Okay. And doing that trivializes all of those types of games. Oh, wow. I got a six dart uh, 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 leaderboard thing, so uh, I was able to get it, but... I got seven, but I was able to use that thing and got it on it on my first try. Whereas I knew a friend of mine was like, it took me an hour, but I finally beat Wedge's score. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. cool. Yeah, add the thumb. So he's basically pinching it with the top index finger and the bottom thumb in order yeah, to. Yeah, you top index fingers on the top and, bo- and the thumbs on the bottom. And that gives you way more control because you're so much stronger and more precise yeah. than the thing's own resistance. So you're holding the thumbstick like a nipple. Basically. Well, I'm kind of. You're tweaking it like a nipple. I, just, I wouldn't say that. You're, you're using your, your. That's not. That, you're using no. your. Your thumb and index finger. No. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. Um, and yeah, uh, to answer the question, I think that's rad. I'm a big fan of that. I think I'm, I love that that's what you did. I like games where you have to get better experience-wise uh, as opposed to the um, the actual you know grinding sort of uh, route. And... Um, uh, you know, there's a couple games like that where, like, I, like I said, I think a Hellblade is one where you get all your moves right away. You just gotta learn to learn learn mm-hmm. the combat system in and out. I dig that. I dig that. Um, 
Very uh, cool. We'll see how Doom Eternal goes for me. It's good. Mm-hmm. You can play it with a controller? Because it works just fine on controller. Yeah, I played 2016 on PS4. So I'll probably, oh, then you'll be then you'll be Aces. I'll, I'll I'll be playing Eternal on PS4 as well. Uh, we got one coming in from Seth. He says, uh, "Dear Patapon and Woolsworth, gearing up to play some FF7R, and it got me thinking about my experience with the original. Final Fantasy VII was my first JRPG, and my experience playing with such a dialogue-heavy game with no voice acting. Naturally, as I played, I began having voices in my head for each character when the, I read their dialogue." Cloud sounded yep. like a deeper, cooler version of my seven-year-old self. Barrett was Mr. Mm-hmm. T and so forth. Upon seeing Sephiroth for the first time, his silver long hair reminded me of Raiden from the first MK movie. So in my head, he <gasps> sounded like Christopher Lambert. <laughs> oh, man. Right? That's awesome. That's crazy. As these characters would develop their own voices later in the works, the old voices in my head will eventually be replaced. But to this day, when I revisit FF7, I still give Sephiroth, Sephiroth a, deep, a deep, raspy rattle of Christopher Lambert from Mortal Kombat. What voices um, have you created in your head? I think th- I think for FF7 as a really good example, uh, mine were all pretty close to what they eventually ended up going with, with one glaring, sorry, two giant glaring exceptions. Um, for whatever reason, for Red, I always interpreted him as barking and growling like Scooby Doo, and, <laughs> and, uh, and the party just could understand him. Okay, okay. Um, and I sure as fuck thought that like Kate's Kate Sheehan, whatever the fuck Kate Sith, Kate Sith had like a like a whimsical voice, but I did not expect him to have like an Irish brogue near unintelligible yeah, yeah. accent yeah. that Advent Children gave him. Um, to sound, and not to be like old man-ish, you know, like more of just like a cute little animal kind of sound. I think I think the voice acting in the new seven is perfect, especially Aerith, in that she sounds like, hi, I'm so sweet. Okay, later I'll, I'll bite your penis. Like, just like... The kind of pretend princess that's actually horribly, horribly evil. Um, so yeah, there's there's some good ones. Uh, definitely, uh, we'll 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 definitely get further to seven. But I think, um, <laughs> to me, Samus's voice is just Ripley. To me, oh Sa- hey, hey you, you want to know what I think Samus's voice sounds like? Do go on. I'm going to do an impression. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here's my impression of what I think Samus's voice does and should sound like. Can you do it without saying the word baby? I can. I can. Okay, is everybody ready? All right, here we go. Starting now. Gotcha. Wasn't that a good impression? Gotcha. I think I did an admirable job. What about the Master Chief, though? John talks. Uh, I mean, Master Chief spoke in his first appearance on screen ever. So, mm. I mean, he sounds like Master Chief. What about sounds like John Halo. Link is Viral forever. Forever. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, yeah, I, I, I say, like, I'm, I just imagine Ripley. I just imagine Ripley. Yeah. They should have got Sigourney Weaver to play Sigourney Weaver as, him, but, as Samus would have been incredible. It would have been but, incredible. But not change any of the dialogue. 
like have Sigourney Weaver read the other M lines. Mm. <laughs> oh, that would be so bad. Oh man. Uh, we got one coming in from uh Fugov. Fugov says. Do you guys get the money if I download the podcast? I haven't missed a single cast, but I don't know how monetization works with this crap. Uh, it's pretty simple. It's like there's ads on the podcast. So if you download it and listen to the to the audio version, then it makes the number go big. And when the number go big, then they go, hey, big number, listen to ad, therefore good. Yes, that's pretty much it. That's it. Listen to the audio. People go, yeah, and that's it. Just make sure to download it from an official source. They like they like when the when the number go up, and uh, you can make the number go up on, you know, Switcher, Switcher, Stitcher. <laughs> that's a totally different thing. See that uh, Stitcher, iTunes, um, the, the 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 SoundCloud. Um, literally castlesuperbeast.com, the Lipson mm-hmm. page, um, Spotify. There's a million different locations you can go for it. So, yeah, you just do it there. You just do it there, and then uh, it's good. Uh, Joe says, Dear Castle Superbeast, long-time emailer, first-time correction emailer. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned the roguelike, uh, Supergiant, uh, Hades, and uh, will erase everyone's progress when it hits version 1.0. I mentioned uh, how a friend, in fact, kind of how to a friend, blah. Afterwards, I mentioned to a friend how this kind of killed my desire to keep playing it. And I was surprised to learn that they're not doing that. There's no big save reset planned. Everyone's going to keep their progress. Looks like I was mistaken. That's good. That's good news. Good thing it's the first time. Save saved. And lastly, we'll take this one here, and we, and then we can definitely spin it into... Uh, Get out of that FF7 shit. Yeah. So one coming in here, a uh, call uh, from Heartless Spade says, Aerith is a creep. <laughs> Dave here. You know, like, I, I, what am I going to read? I read the name, and then I get another name, and then who knows? Dear Castle Super Virus, in the spirit of FF7 Remake coming out, I want to share the observation of Aerith. Uh, in Crisis Core, she got a date by cashing in a favor. They go on a date where Zack doesn't show much romantic interest, but then uh, goes extra when Zack disappears. Now, mm-hmm. all knowing, now our all now our all knowing perspective aside, uh, from her view, he basically ghosted her. Then she proceeds yep. to send eighty nine letters over four years in an era where emails exist. Then in the That's OG right. game, when you're going on the Barrett date, seems like you're trying to get rid of her. She just tags along. You tell her you don't need That's her right. help, but now nah, I'm coming with. She shows you her way and tells you go home, and now nah, I'm going too. Seems she can't take a hint. Worse even, you try to sneak out of her house, she won't. So she won't follow, and she's standing next to the exit saying, "Where are you going without me?" Uh, does she have a stalker personality? And not and don't forget that on top of like um. On top of a, her her local playground, she's like, "Wow, you look just like my old boyfriend." Hot. Let's do it. Well, there's definitely and clouds like and clouds like. Uh, uh. There's definitely the same 
the same hand of God that grabs Yukari and pushes her towards uh, you in P3 is yeah. wind in the sails of Aerith. The SS Aerith yeah. is being blown forward over all fucking waters. The The problem with that has always been that I don't know anybody who ever liked Aerith more than Tifa. I, like, oh, they're out there. I'm sure they exist. But, like, my, my long-term experience, both with the old and the new, was like, yes, I get it. You're very pure. You're very sweet. Get out of my face. I want to go get drunk at the bar with Tifa and her Tifos. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you add the context of Crisis Core in uh, to the situation, then it definitely makes it seem different from... Your brain, your brain auto-completes and says, oh, couple, right? Like yeah. when you're just playing the source material, you go, um, yeah, this guy was before and they were a thing. They were an item. But if you're going to go with the, the, if you're going to go with what you see based on the, um, the compilation series expansion games and expansion lore. I, for, I forget who brought it up. It might have been Paige or it might have been somebody in the chat, but like the way Aerith acts now is like she's one of those chicks that's like, ooh, I just love a man in uniform. Like, just like a like a like a, a military lady, like just just crazy about the the uniform, like ooh that soldier look with the purple, and the mom's basically just like oh another one, huh? <laughs> We're doing this again, are we? Ha! Huh, look at that. Really gets my live stream going. Well, anyway, um, that is a that is a funny interpretation of it, uh, especially given the like the emails <laughs> after the letters afterwards. Uh, yeah, that does get a little bit creepy if you frame it that way. Uh, it, yeah, it, it's it, it just what's canon and what's not is your brain's like ghost relationship that they had canon. If so, then um, it's fine. But if they didn't have the kind of relationship you would assume would allow for that many uh, letters to be appropriate, then it starts to get like, ooh, that's dicey. That's that's dicey. Uh, anyway, so with that, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Go check out um, our channels. Uh, yeah, do that. You got you got Wooly Versus, like I said. We got the stuff going. It's firing on all cylinders right now. I'm really happy. Uh, all three games we're playing through are, are really great, and uh, people are enjoying them for completely different reasons. Um, Black Mesa, Dokapon Kingdom, and KOTOR 2. Um I guarantee you're going to like at least one of those three, if not all of them. So give it a gander over on Wooly Versus on YouTube. Baton passed. The passing of the baton. Uh Uh-huh. Hold on. What is... I thought you just sent me a message. It was someone else. Should we talk about FF7 now? Do you want to plug your shit? Yeah, I guess. It's Pat stares at. Okay. All right. So we're going to be discussing the Final Fantasy VII remake up until Aerith's house. Pretty much. In. So that's that. Everything up, up, everything. Nothing after that. Everything before that. And we're going to start discussing this in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. 
Okay, so now we're in spoiler talk. FF7 All remake. Right, so for my own purposes, so, I'm really glad that I put the chat into emote mode long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good call because you can't you, you can't trust one guy. You can never trust one guy. One guy so, is the worst. Um obviously the game's incredible. It's fantastic. So far, at least. It's quadruple A. Uh, what can you what the, you know? Uh, the additions that I've encountered so far have all nailed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything to do with going to hang out with Jesse's mom uh, was incredible. Uh, Jesse is the thirstiest bitch that has ever lived. Jesse's mom has got it going on. And then you find out that Jesse's a theater kid. And you're like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, Cloud's constant new dialogue options are bang on and hilarious i started to squeal with laughter at wedge telling him like oh come on bro and cloud just jumping off going like i'm not your bro yeah it's like like he is such a petulant weird asshole cloud's character has never come through more clear than in this game and like i'm constantly laughing to the point of near tears we talked a lot about um what can you do to make a version of this character that will like not shatter everyone's childhood brain versions of the character but just leave you with a guy that people kind of like yeah or like yeah okay i like that guy and so far i think they're nailing it uh so far i really do feel um his like stubbornness to to be social like at like he wants to be cool and, and aloof the, and aloof exactly and to him being cool means doing the cool thing but it also means saying the cool thing and it also means not high-fiving when someone holds their hand out to you <laughs> it is a it is a so that is a wooly the high-five is a whole thread like like, it's, a, it's a whole journey. It's You've only seen so a piece good. of it. It's so like that um, straight up like, dude, are, are, you're don't ju- leave me hanging. You know? And he's like, no, I, cool guys leave you hanging. I think the one that got me the, the best is when the old lady is like assuming you have the skills to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And he like insta blurts out in like this annoyed tone like, I've got skills. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, holy, yeah. it is the picture perfect encapsulation yeah. of the imitation of cool. Yeah. And to be instead of actually being cool. And think about someone that hot going through life right you have yeah. to imagine like he's definitely thinking that he's can do more than he, he's capable of in, in in a social context uh tifa I, is is dead on with her adorable girl next door perfect in every way everything everyone's laying it on thick but you can believe it because you're cloud yeah everyone is smearing it on smearing it with the fucking pulp but your yeah, cloud so you you can believe it going Garrett out of their is way fully insane okay um so to well so to, to, to keep talking about cloud a little bit uh, oh okay you want to say okay no i was just gonna say that like with the with the, the so far you know the character the characterization where it's like clearly he, he, he clearly you're on a journey of softening him up right yeah and clearly you're on a journey of getting him to be more 
you know, like part of the gang and, and wanting to go along. And like, yeah. you know, the, the fucking sitting at the bar while Avalanche is, is uh, celebrating is like, oh, yeah, time to go, asshole. You know, like uh, Avalanche, excuse me, is celebrating. And you're just like, fucking now you get to feel it. Right. But um, there's definitely that little stubborn under underbelly that is always into this. just like, no, I'm cool. I don't mind. Whatever. Let's I'm the go, coolest one know? here. I don't care. That's how cool I am. And and the thing is, we would always do that making fun of like cloud in these and in in before this game came out a hundred percent but now you're seeing that tone in evidence evidenced in the game and it's perfect um and it, and because of that you know how you would interpret in the past where he just like put his hand on his head and look down and just be like ugh, you know yeah. Now you're getting those moments like uh, um, as full scenes, in, as full scenes exactly. So Aerith fucking throws some dumb joke out, and he goes, "Oh God, you're killing me," you know, or or Jesse's like hanging off of him, and he's like, "Jesus, you're fucking desperate, aren't you?" <laughs> um, no promises are not going to happen. No promises. Yeah. So you if you uh, uh, if you go, not going to happen. Jesse's like, ah, too strong? Okay, I guess I'll have to switch up my my approach then. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, there's the, so that's great about Cloud. Um uh, uh what I like about Aerith so far is that like exactly the whole like you don't need to protect me. I can do my own thing, right? She says a lot of that in battle. She's really sarcastic and flippant. Uh, but she's also like she's sarcastic and flippant while somehow still being naive and earnest. But yeah. you can definitely tell that like there's a moment where the naivete is an act, you know. Yeah, and, and 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 so she's climbing the ladder and she's like, "I can do this on my own, whatever." And then he's like, "Oh yeah, okay." And then the ladder cracks and falls underneath her, and she goes, "Shit." <laughs> There's a there's a perfect line read about like 25 minutes from where you are right now, Wooly, in which you're doing side quests for people in that little slum area, and uh, she she says that like, see, you're starting to you're starting to get the hang of this. Uh, people are liking you more, and he goes, it's a job's a job. I mean, I did it for the money. Mm-hmm. Like some people must do it for fun, I guess. Mm. And she goes, "Hi, I'm some people," and just <laughs> stares at him, and he just stares back, and it's like, "Yes, snippy, that is sniffy, sniffy, snippy." Yeah, 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 yeah. But like the sarcasm's always like sugary sweet. That's interesting because one, Cloud is definitely the hero of Pay Me more than ever before. We used to talk about Link being the hero of Pay Me. Shake down children. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Cloud is one hundred percent. Fuck you, Pay Me. Mm, hand out, you know, but um, with I, I'm I'm curious about what you're talking about there with her because with Tifa uh, earlier on when you're running through um the 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 first area she's pretty much just like you can hear in her voice that she's like okay so we're good for the money don't worry I hope you don't mind the exposure part of this that we got to go through first though. Sorry, mm-hmm. you know, and like it's a, it's a bit more, and he's just like, ah, jobs a job. They do whatever. a good job of making her like sympathetic and adorable and sweet and all these nice things, but also as being the one member of the team that might not be down for hardcore terrorism. Mm. And here's the problem: is if you're going off of the that old Tifa, uh, can you do me a solid? 
can you do me a solid cloud? <laughs> right? Yeah. You're going off of that thing. We're just like, come on in. Come on, get in. Get roped up in fucking eco-terrorism. What are you signing up for? Um, and then you're seeing that she herself exactly is like, I don't know. Right? And do we he- really need to blow them up, guys? And the reason <laughs> why that's especially a breath of fresh air in this in this context is, you know, you were always fucking terrorists, right? But yeah. here you get to follow through and see, like, the massive explosion where the bomb should not have been that big. And then and as it, it kills a bunch of I, I thought we were going to see like a steel beam through like a baby carriage. Yeah. Well, you walk through the town afterwards. Yeah. All right. And then and the you, town is fucked. The town is completely fucked. Right. And of course, it's not their doing. It's pure Shinra. Right. But yeah, you approach. Oh, and like, and like at first you is you get out of the area. You're not fully in the city yet, but you kind of see if things are fucked up. And then everyone goes, oh, shit. What? That's not right. And like the realness kicks in, right? And you get then this long thread of like, dude, we got to fix the bomb. It can't do this well, again. Well, well, like, well, not even that. Just I'm talking about in this pure moment where they get out of the fucking uh, reactor. Oh yeah. And then they're all like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is this? Isn't right?" And then Barrett goes, "Hey, hey, no, I'm the one." That's going to carry your load, you know? And then he Do you want to get rid of that fucking pizza? Then follow me. You know? He picks it up, right? He take, he sees that moment of, like, actual reflection and goes, no, 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 no. I'm here to pump you up. This is it. We're doing the right thing. And it's totally, like, absolutely how you take a moment of, like, what the fuck are we doing? And you turn it into, like, yeah, okay, yeah, totally. And they all get motivated, right? And it's like, okay, what was Barrett's deal in the original? The thing with Barrett is, is that unlike almost everybody in the team, he is a true believer. True believer. Yeah. In the cause. Mm-hmm. Such a true believer that this group is actually a splinter group of real avalanche yes. that got kicked out for being too, too extreme. extreme. <laughs> yeah. So now you get to see that fanaticism coming out and picking them up from moments of doubt, right? And, uh, dude, think about every fucking terrorism group where you, you can imagine that happening, right? The one absolutely charismatic pulling it through, uh, 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 character can convince the others that are like, uh, I don't know. And then, and then it's like, nah, fuck those doubts and fears. Don't worry, man. I'll shoulder all your doubts, all your insecurities. It's on me, you know? And then they're like, okay. And then they get pumped and they're like, yes, right? And then Jesse continues to have her doubts because she knows that she's doing the, the, she's building it, right? Cloud in the moment, right off the bat, goes, what's done is done. It's like you fucked it up. You can't unfuck it. Right. And he's still just like I don't I don't care either way, but very much is just like uh, it's ha- it happened. It, this is where we're at, and like goes for the like the ethically dubious you know response. Yeah. But he's just like, hey man, I'm a merc. That is what it is, you know. And like right off the bat, that's where he is. He's at the point of like I don't care what the job I'm doing is. Right? Uh, there's a there's a weird little hidden story detail about that about the job mm-hmm. uh that me and my chat were kept talking about and that is the job was for 2000 gil right 2000 gil dude what is that nothing because that's the price of like a single armband a, uh, it's a fucking uh, uh bulletproof vest and a bracelet 
it's either twenty or two hundred dollars. <laughs> right? It's not two thousand. It's not two thousand dollars. So, like, it's dude, nothing. you are charging cheap for it's cr- your eco terrorism. It's crazy nothing. It's crazy nothing, right? Um, especially considering the money that you can get from the upper plate. But yeah, uh, uh, so you get you get that thing, right? And 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 so, but w- I want to say that, like, if the cl- if Cloud is the viewer, is the player, and we're wa- and we're journeying together, he says that what's done is done. We walk into the streets. You get to see how bad it is. You get to hear how bad it is. And then you get to the train station and he goes, train station still intact. And then you see people under the bridge and then it just fucking collapses on them. <laughs> like Cloud stops and watches like a bunch of people just die. And you go, oh, yeah, my right. God, this is what the yeah, fuck what's is done this? Is done, man. You know, what's done is done. And it's and it's interesting because now you get to just you now you're judging these characters not based on what they did but based on what they think they did and how they mm-hmm. feel about it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's a, it's it's very yeah, it's very very interesting to see. And then the right after out. that, you get your first brand new piece of content. Yes, which is an early Sephiroth. Uh, flashback, mm-hmm. which I think is done really well because the streets start to turn into Nibelheim. Yeah. The fire rises. Um, and you get to argue with Sephiroth. You see uh, that alleyway. I'm like, that alleyway is a little too well lit for me to not go down it. It, it sure is. And they're like, oh, we're going back down that alleyway. Um, there is two types of... There are three types of content in Final Fantasy VII Remastered. There is old shit. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's expanded, but it's like Mako Reactor 8. It's what we're know, doing. Bombing yep. run, mm-hmm. right? Then there's what I would call remix stuff. So falling uh, through the church, you get to see a little vision from not Cloud who talks to him, right? Mm-hmm. Or um, Those certain scenes. Nibelheim flashbacks where you like Cloud has the conversation with his mom about older women every earlier in, in the game. Every every right? uh, every color satur- desaturation moment that with text, you know, of the not Cloud mm-hmm. stuff has been turned into just like uh, radio noise. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like little zips and bips and signals. And yeah. um, it's interesting because it's more visual and it keep, it feels more like these like, you know, amnesiac headache moments kind of thing. But the text yeah. gives you more to chew on in each context. And then there's the third one, which is brand new shit. Yeah. Like new. Uh, number one with a bullet is your ghosts. Yep. Number two, with a somehow even bigger bullet, is flashbacks mm-hmm. to things that haven't happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Sephiroth, I'm walking right up at that first meeting with Flower yeah. Girl, and just straight up doing the like, we're walking through this moment, and I'm telling you what's mm-hmm. happening, and you're like, wait, what? And then we cut back to playing through through it. And I'm like, okay, why are you so, giving me End of Ava vibes from that moment? There is, yeah, okay, so I'm really, so early on, one of the things that really weirded me out was that they say, hey, Cloud, for the Mako Reactor 5, you're off the team. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. 
that's wrong. Yeah. Like, that's explicit. It's not like a change. Like, that's incorrect. Mm -hmm. And then we go through a long cutscene in which ghosts injure Jesse's leg. And force. She's off. And, and clouds on. And the ghosts correct the otherwise incorrect timeline that is cloud is off the team for the second bomb. And then we go to the church in which you fight and beat Reno. Yeah. Which is wrong. Yeah. And then ghosts physically drag you into the back so that you can drop barrels or chandeliers on them. And and then physically protect uh, Aerith, whereas before... From falling down because she's not... And, 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 and in the beginning, remember when she's being surrounded by them? Mm-hmm. Right? So they're like, what, are they attacking her? No, not really. But they're... No, what they're doing... They're corralling they're her... They're they're sheepdog corralling her into being wherever she is and making and make sure that she can't move. Push her from the alley into the street until Cloud shows up. Exactly. Meet Cloud, hand off a flower. Yes. Now push her back into the alley. Yes. Yes. And force Cloud to leave. Exactly. So, oh, uh, somewhere halfway through my first stream when that Jesse, or second stream when that Jesse thing happened, I took a dead stare at my camera and said, how do you guys feel about those Ava movies? And then I didn't look at my chat for 20 minutes. Right, <laughs> right, right. And kept playing. Yeah. But the one that got the me, rebuild, the one that made me very convinced mm-hmm. of what is actually going on mm-hmm. is that when Aerith and Cloud touch for the first time, you see a vision of her death. It's like 10 frames. Did you? But you see... You caught it? You see Holy falling into the water. I didn't catch that. Oh, you didn't? So I didn't when, catch when that. They meet in when they meet in the church yeah. and he touches like her hand or whatever, yeah. you see her kneeling, then you see water, and then you see a green materia falling into the water. Okay, okay, okay. That is her death. Like, period. Okay. And I, that I, can't be a flashback. But I mean, you didn't even have to fucking uh, uh, telegraph it that hard because I think Sefi doing the shoulder tap was clear enough. Well, uh, the other thing, wa- I went... He, he walks back and- past her, making reference to a future that hasn't happened yet. Well, also, Straight I went up. back and checked the uh, the first conversation you have with Seth in the game. Yeah. Uh, has a really Had a really confusing line that I didn't quite understand. And uh, Cloud looks at him and goes, you can't be here. You're dead. Yeah. I killed you. Yeah. And Cloud says, of course you did. It's the hi- It was the height of our life together. And it's like, because he doesn't die in Nibelheim. He dies at the end of Advent Children. And do you remember what the last thing he says before he dies at the end of Advent Children was? What? He says, I'll never be a memory. That's true. He does say that. Um, So there, this is a sequel. Mm. This is assuredly a sequel. Mm. Or very literally a remake it is um it is it is it is taking the opportunity to give you all the feelings you would get from re from remaking a story like this and revisiting it while mm-hmm. all, and then also going we have the liberty to uh to coat something new Futs. on top of it so you still get the nostalgia the nostalgia value yeah. is still very much intact but there's a little bit of something else for you right here uh, it's your uh, re- it's your rebuild 
I was overcome with the feeling of calling it like 7.77 you cannot <laughs> remake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. Down um, with that. Uh granted it's all it's always possible it's not a sequel and these are like visions of a different time or a different universe or a di- or the live stream goes to different places you know any particular but here's the thing though pat <laughs> okay mm. now that this is potentially what's up and i find that to be very interesting because it's not taking away from the again from the nostalgia trip right and it's not taking yeah. away from the uh elaboration on things that needed elaborating um whatever is new has a uh, there's always the risk that it might not be good so you don't know where that's going right but this is one game and there are more to come so So i've been asked over and over by friends of mine who are like playing it but they're not as far as i am yeah and they're like hey and so i feel like an insane person i almost everybody in my discord that i was talking to last night has never played the original so they can't tell what stuff is new a bunch of kids yeah yeah okay uh uh, 24 25 26 okay right and uh or didn't have a playstation and they're like oh i don't know what's new this this seems pretty crazy and it's like i'm they're like what what do you think they're gonna do for the second and third remake and do you think they'll be accurate and i'm like "Mm." exactly 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 i i because like the answer i want to give them is fuck no it's not going to be accurate it's probably going to be completely different i don't think i don't know you'll you'll hit up similar locations and certain events will occur but the direction this shit is on is like because you know it's the kind of thing where you know like a timeline stuff where you see a minor change early yes. and that starts to expand ripple and ripple and ripple and ripple and then we get the snowball effect 100 percent right I, exactly i think that providing that they i mean it depends because they are they have their plan for now and we're looking at what's going on i fully expect us to see the rest of this trip through those games continue to 100 percent deliver on the nostalgia 100 but also be out of order and different and exp- and just go in, pl- in in wilder more different places and here is my call out right i don't know if we do this but it would be fucking fascinating if the last game or the last half of the last game is just new shit it's new shit new different. shit new shit new shit yeah. that would be yeah, so I would interesting so um I've got a I've got a I've got a notepad file on my PC. Okay. Uh, on my desktop. And the notepad file is called predictions.txt and I'm updating it every stream and I'm not like changing it. I'm going first stream, second stream, third stream. Yeah, right? cuz you know what? You do your scattershot guesses. So that's your it's style. It's fun, but but here's the thing though. Uh so Sephiroth's behavior is really weird and timeliney. Um so is Aerith's. Doesn't Sephiroth tell you to help the people? He literally says you have to leave Midgar, you have to survive, save the planet. Save the planet. Yeah. And it's like, stick with Avalanche, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sephiroth tells you to save the planet. And Aerith, you got to her house, right? Yeah. There's a line where Cloud snaps at her and goes, stop acting like you know me. And she she waves it off. Mm Mm-hmm. And through the sequence that you're about to do, she is 
desperate to do anything she can to spend as much time with Cloud as possible and slow him down. Did you walk to the church door? Yeah. Okay. So you got that line. But remind me. When you land in the bed of flowers, you get up Mm -hmm. and you walk to the church door where Reno comes in. Yeah. And you get a special line there. Oh, I did not get that at that time. Okay. So... You get up from the bed of flowers and she goes, gee, I guess I got all this time to help tend these flowers. What should I do? You know, or whatever. And, she, and, then, you, and then you start walking away from her instead of talking to her right away. And as you walk through the pews, she goes, oh, I'll just be here all on my lonesome with so much time and nothing to do. Uh-huh. And she just trails off. And then like you will keep walking and then you hit the door where other cloud is supposed to be you hit the door where zach would be leaning up on the door and you get yeah. a voice from behind the door with just question mark question mark and it just goes hey stick around we got time you got nowhere to be yeah okay so literally uh, behind uh, the door he tells you hey man we got nowhere to be stick around from so, where he's fucking like, leaning there's a there's a bit a little further in that 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 feeds this question. Pure Easter egg. It, so you know you know in the original when you were in Sector Seven or you're going to Sector Seven and you're hanging out on the playground mm-hmm. and Tifa rolls by in the whore wagon and that's how you, and then you go what what the fuck why is she going to right yeah. and then you chase after her and, and you Harris get to Don like Cornos, don't you have yeah. to get back to Sector Seven right and you go no I have to go and find Tifa right and you run into Tifa right away. In this one, Cloud, you actually talk to her, and Cloud's about to go back to Sector 7. And Aerith is like, no, you have to follow her. You have to go to Wall Market. And Wait, pushes no, you. don't you, don't you, you follow her, and you don't know why she's going, and then later on, you find out she's undercover. Yes, but here, like in the original, Aerith tried to, like, send you off to Sector 7 and keep her with you and ignore Tifa. And here... You're about to leave, and she goes, "No, no, no! You have to go after Tifa. Don't you care about her? Okay, you have to go into Wall Market." Now, here's the problem with like, this, though, right? The idea that Sephiroth and Aerith know what's going on, and they're acting mm-hmm. as the Ray Ayanami of this of this world. The problem yeah. with that is that the ghosts themselves, the, I'm going to call them the reunion ghosts, because fuck off. What do you look at them, right? They're, they're, I'm gonna. I think they're called. I think they're literally called enigmatic spirits. And you're right because you fight. You fight the enigmatic spirit. It's true. The enigmatic spirits are, um, even. I, I, I th- some somebody in my chat termed them as the anti retcon ghosts. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Hit Jesse yeah. in the knee. Listen, uh, they are also corralling and forcing Aerith to do things, and she doesn't understand them. Right? Yep. So they physically pull you into a different room out of your control. They block Reno and his goons from grabbing her while you're up on the roof. You know? Like that's the thing. So so even if she is no even if she's more aware than Cloud is of something, and even if fucking Sephiroth is more aware of than Cloud is of something, uh they are also 
playing her and she's like not yeah. you know what i mean she's being she's oh. at their mercy she's is what i'm saying she's at their whims there is one other thing that i remembered what, i was gonna bring up another thing too uh, go ahead uh when when you're leaving the church yeah you Aerith points out that you can see the wall yeah and she says you know i've never felt like leaving the wall i'm too afraid to go outside into the world there's so much to do here there's so much i can do here and also i tend to fuck everything up i'm like that is not like that character at all. That is weird. That sounds like she's afraid to leave and go out into the wider world. Did she have lines about about wanting to get the fuck out in the in the original? In the original, no. Okay, it was just it was that that doesn't fit with that personality at all. Um, um, so about about I, our I, our retcon ghosts, I think the most important thing about them. Is that they give us a fight with them in which you show that they can be killed. And they're physical when and they, they want to be. they are physical and are <laughs> acting in a physical manner. You can stagger the shit out of them. Yes. Um, yeah, which means yeah. that they are not an impenetrable hyper god force. No. They are a mystical push force, right? But they can be resisted. And they will waste your time dying in an area while they get the job done when they're doing whatever they have to do, right? Uh, yeah. So here's the other bit now. Uh, you go up to your fucking apartment, and they're like, by the way, check on that neighbor to the right. And then you go to the neighbor to the right, and you're like, what the fuck? This early? Mm-hmm. Right? And you get a fucking, uh, you get a, you get a, a fucking a, a Genova clone. Little Sephiroth freak out. Little moment. little little clone freak. And you're like, what this early? And then you're like, this guy are sick. Um <laughs> and and uh I forgot the number on his shoulder. It was uh the guy, I think that guy was like four or maybe nine. Yeah, I think I think it was nine or something like that. But yeah. There's a shit ton of them. So, you know. But but like I was like really i was like what mm, here right now you know and then you and then the first thing i thought when i saw that is like okay so reunion theory off the jump is your next door neighbor is put in place to sit next to you just naturally end up in the same location it's gonna happen stand users are drawn together I've run into another one as well by this point, and they just—it's just like it—it it does feel very much like stand users. It's like, yeah. how did the, how did I happen to happen to run into this? Forty nine, forty nine. That's it. Yeah. yeah, reunion theory, right? That's yeah. it. It's just it's 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 doing it. It's doing it. So, um, uh, so you get all that right now. Now all this new shit aside, there's still a couple of old things that are like, uh, uh um fun and worth talking about and then there's then there's the expanded shit as you said right it's not brand new shit it's just expanded and it could have been there i think the funniest one of those is that the um in the maca reactor 5 assault uh the the artificial sunroom mm-hmm. was one screen mm-hmm. in ff7 mm-hmm. It was one screen in which you climbed up a ladder, you ran down to the left, and then you climbed up a ladder and went into a vent. Now it's the longest dungeon I've played so far. It's like an hour and a half. I took longer because <laughs> I, I I retraced my steps to get all the secrets. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. So uh, I'm going to talk about a little bit more about that specifically in a second. Uh, I wanted to address the fucking dweeb in the room that is Rosh. 
Is he oh, not thought... the biggest fucking loser you've ever so, seen? So Roche is awesome. He's such I a love fucking Roche. tart. Like so he's... here's the thing. Here's the thing about Roche. I look at him and I go, man, there's something with the soldier program that makes you go crazy. Mm. <laughs> like, like every single person that comes out of that program is mentally unstable. Like his weird way of talking on the bike is already just like, a, what are you like? Are you going for? Uh, uh, like I'm a weird like you're just going for like I'm a street hog guy I'm a motorcycle guy but I'm also like a pop like uh, not, not pop what's the word um like fucking prissy high society like I I can tell you exactly what Roche is I... Roche is it's the one problem I have with the game and that is. The game totally, occasionally does feel... It's still good, but it feels like actual like Naruto filler. Like, that guy is a anime villain of the week in a filler episode, and he does not matter, and he will never return. And, you know, the the guy I thought you were going to talk about was Chadley. No, not even. Chadley is hilariously, bizarrely inserted. Chadley he, is the weirdest thing ever. He fits nothing. What a strange... He fits nothing. He is a creature. Chadley is a <laughs> creature. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Chadley. Uh, I get nefarious vibes, though. He scares me. He has a VR machine, man. Chadley scares the shit out of me. You know what Chadley me. is? He looks like an NPC out of the Yakuza series. Hmm. Is that a butterfly on his shoulder? No, it's a it's a fucking uh, bandana he's tied to be bizarre. Okay. Okay. So there's that. There's um uh god, what's his name? Uh the fucking the the kid you got to save? Uh, just not Johnny. Um, yeah, Johnny. Johnny, Johnny. Yeah, okay, it is Johnny. Yeah, there's Johnny who's just big old fucking idiot and he walks into the back and then on the way into the back he's like oh it must have been jesse she must and you're just like it's like ah! shut the fuck up bro the worst the worst it's phantom thieves all over again yeah and you get a you get a really good moment where it's like it shows off that's like implicitly like cloud has not been back for a while tifa is not used to his new personality and what better way to show that than the fact that cloud was willing to just murder this guy for nothing for the betterment of the gang that he doesn't even really care about so he goes straight to he's a talker right which is the same same as in the beginning of the game when he's like um uh what's done is done whatever people died yeah. Daddy cried, inky picky ponky, you know? Mm -hmm. And then he goes, he's a talker. And then Tifa's like, hey, 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 whoa, 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 right? And we've seen that type of moment happen in in various fiction before where, mm -hmm. you know, like the dark soldier is willing to off the person who is not really in the, you know, doesn't really need to be killed, but is just a, a potential threat. Leave no traces, right? And then Tifa, thankfully, goes, Cloud, you're scaring me. Yeah. Dude, what the fuck, man? You're freaking me out, dude. What happened? 
what are you? What happened to you? You know? And then Klaus like, uh. <laughs> I was in Soldier. I was Soldier, though. You know what else I really love? Mm-hmm. Now that we're talking about that? Mm-hmm. Because we have so much more dialogue with Cloud, particularly dialogue with Cloud and Tifa, yeah. we have gotten a much more natural extension of... So, Cloud, what was it like in Soldier? It, it was tough. <laughs> hey, you, you, you traded power for... Uh, what was it? Traded power time for on the clock. life. Time on the clock. You got time on the clock because of this genetic degradation. You knew that, right? Y- y- yeah. I I knew that. And Tifa's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and Roche is like, ah, soldier, huh? What class? First, I guess that's why I don't know who you are. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right. That's why. He, he, um, he's, al- well, he's almost like, yeah, sure you are. You know, whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, they they uh, they changed one scene later. So, you know, Cloud and Aerith talking on the playground and they're talking about Zack, but they don't actually say Zack. Sure. Uh, in the original, it was, oh, you look just like my first boyfriend. And there was like that flash that denotes Cloud's being insane. Mm-hmm. On this one, he actually gets to ask her, her his name. Oh. And it cuts to a, a a shot of her mouth saying the word. Oh. But there's no sound and it's got the filter on it. Like like the Uri's moment? Yeah. Uh, and Cloud starts to have a panic attack until yeah. the subject has changed. Yeah. And it's like Okay, well I'm 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 almost there. So Yeah, yeah and I'm yeah. like because it was it was hilarious because I'm like wouldn't Cloud start to really lose his mind if he actually heard the name? Yeah, absolutely. And ten seconds later that happened, and I'm like, oh perfect. That's perfect. He would start to lose his shit if he heard the name even once. Because remember that when he actually sees, so that's the thing about the about the flashback voices now, or the the the, the other cloud voices, is that the representation of them is actually you see the hand on the shoulder and you see the the, the, the he's talking to him in the in the the void, yeah. but then he sees and it's cloud. It's cloud. He's talking to himself. Of course. Of- of course he's talking to himself. Right. So, you know, he... Who else would he be talking so to? So that's what Cloud inserts into his brain is he inserts himself um, right there, you know? This is really fascinating because Cloud's our protagonist and FF7 was a story with one of the most unreliable narrators ever to almost any game story I can think of. And now we're adding like a whole sub layer of now we can't, we can't trust Cloud. Nope. But we also can't trust like the story itself you can trust the ghosts yes you can trust the ghosts the retcon ghosts I know what are what's what that's what you can yeah. trust uh okay so the other thing i want to talk about is are the retcon ghosts going to push out red's rocket we're too far from there that's that's late it's in the game that's late. it's in the game that's going to be late <laughs> uh fucking hojo Turn on the cameras. <laughs> Should I be filming this or? Yeah, man, start filming it. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. my fetish. Um, it's science. I mean, ha. So, 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 uh, the um, yes. Okay, so there's a couple things about this game in general, right? Quadruple A, quadruple A. Money out. Oh, yeah. Money is ridiculous, and you. Well, maybe. Because it flip-flops between quadruple A and A. Like, the textures in, like, the slums are hilarious. Dude, I was, but I was about to say the slums are so, like, 
well crafted as far as just junk strewn about it, into a it landscape. It has to be a bug. It has to be a texture bug. The slums are like like there's moments where textures do pop certainly. Uh, uh, I caught one, but it wasn't in the slums. I caught I caught a, tex- a texture pop in um, around the seventh heaven. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking like the door to your apartment looks like a PS1 game. Okay, like it's hilarious. But like uh, walking through the fucking back church uh, area with with Aerith, it's fucking immaculate garbage. Garbage. Oh yeah, garbage has never looked this beautiful. There's there's the there's a moment in the town where the kids are playing around this like flipped over car and the undercarriage has all this like vine growth in it mm. and it's like Jesus. So it's crazy. Um, and then at the same time, as soon as you start walking and interacting with people on the overworld, and as soon as you start talking to characters and they talk back to you, you feel the FF15. FF15 comes out hard. Right? Yeah, like anyone who's not a main character is a non-main character. Uh, you when you even like even talking to shopkeeps and talking to like Tifa on on the on the the overworld though, it does a kind of camera cut that is like wherever the world is, I'm gonna put the conversation cam right here, and I'm gonna lean yeah, in and right. do this kind of animation as I'm talking, and that's an FF15 right. thing. You feel it, you, absolutely, right? Um. It's like no, you're gonna use the default rigging for conversations. The 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 animation and camera team are gonna go work on the Mako Reactor Five walk in, right? Yes, but yes. Uh, so the you uh, side quest bitches are gonna you're gonna use the default shot reverse shot bullshit. So apparently, uh, in fourteen, this started to become a thing, and then fifteen has a bunch of this. But the idea of uh, over ch- of chatter of the city, where you don't mm-hmm. walk up to every NPC and talk to them. They just speak and they have lives that yep. they're living. Right? There's ambient dialogue. So I didn't get to experience that much. Um, and I know that there's ambient dialogue. Yeah, 15 has it. But I feel like this game goes above and beyond with the amount. Oh, there's so much that's covering like the whole left side of my screen. It's insane, right? And All it literally, it completely replaces RPG run up to person and talk to them to see what they say dialogue. Because Cloud's not talking to strangers. Who the fuck is no. running through a town talking to everybody in a crowd? No one. Nonsense, right? So it's a uh, Yakuza's been doing it forever, where yeah. you have ambient crowd dialogue and you just have text boxes pop up, and you can start, says. you can slow down to listen to a conversation that's interesting to you, right? And then occasionally, when someone does talk to you specifically, you press the triangle button to get that line directed at you, and it's a whole different setup. But everything of the chatter of the city is just background because, yeah, like mm-hmm. that, that that those days are gone, you know? Yeah. Um. The quality of life that comes from running into uh, the elevator to leave that fucking uh, uh, sunlight area. And Barrett's like, hey, didn't you see some materia you wanted to go pick up? I'm like, yes, I did. It's every, every time. When you every, every single time I've gone down the wrong path, like I don't think there's all that much down here. This doesn't look like the right way to go. Aerith, yes, perfect. Aerith, literally, you you get to a fork in the road, and you're like, which one's hard progress? Right? You turn left, and Aerith is like, yeah, this actually, this area is incomplete. Leads to a dead end. That's 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 the one I'm literally thinking. So that's, good. Okay. Thank you. And then all, and then again, and, and 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 just in case that's not enough for you, here's the other thing you get. You're looking at the fork in the road. You turn left. The compass at the top of the screen rotates. You turn right. The goal is on the right path. 
Yeah. So the next trigger point is down there. So you know immediately, oh, fuck, yeah, we're going left. It's it's so nice to not have to worry about that, you know? There are moments where you're like, hmm, what if I try to leave right now instead of waiting? What if I try to – what if I say this instead of that? What if I do this option? You can explore those things and there's definitely like a couple of places where you can fuck around with that. But for the most part, the worry of being forced into critical path without getting everything you looked for – is mm-hmm. alleviated because the game is telling you. Haven't we been I on this elevator agree. before? Hey, Cloud, you know where you're going, right? I, I completely agree. Uh, the lights on the stairway, the lights in the subway, the lights on the trains. If it's yeah. blue, you're moving forward. If it's if red, it's not, you're going back. You know? That's great. And then, of course, you stop, t- you stop and you see Materia far in the distance. And you're like, okay, how do I get there? And then one of those is really far in the distance. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, the the sun, the artificial sun one, like that purple one. Yeah. Holy shit. And it took a second, and I'm like, stop, look at the map. Okay. Now retrace and look physically at the platforms and what leads to where. And then you're like, mm-hmm. is this all it's like the game is helpful at that. I love that. And, Thank and you. It, it, it's the best. Hey, how about you finish the side quest? You just want to return to the guy who gave it to you and instantly turn it in? Teleport teleport to hand in your side quest yeah thank you the quality of life want to do that is through the roof and here here i have one feature i have one feature that to me is well uh, how about this right the the background chatter with the npcs when you have a certain party member with you if you got tifa they go hey tifa how's it going oh Aerith, what's up right number one with a bullet number one with Mm -hmm. a bullet you want to talk about your OCD savers, okay? Yeah. I got one for you. This is from now on if your if your game doesn't do this, fuck your game. All right. The clock that is in the bottom left corner of the screen when you pause the game is your save clock. It ticks as you play. You save, you pause, you walk away, it ticks, it does what it does. Back in the day when you finished playing a game, you turn the system off and walk away from it. Who cares? Nowadays, you turn a game on, you leave it, you walk away, you go eat dinner, you come back, you suspend it, you do whatever. After, I want to say, about two minutes of in-game time of not touching the controller, the fucking save clock stops. Oh, that's nice. So your numbers for game completion are real. Are real. Because yeah. it knows you're not playing anymore. That's, That's really the good. best fucking feature in the world. That's really good. It's amazing. I can't believe we've never gotten this. I can't believe we've come this far into video games and we hold over the clock running in the background shit from the days of turning the console off and we've never updated that shit. Go. Go to your copy of FF7, pause it, watch that clock. Walk away, come back to it, use the bathroom and come back to it. It will turn gray and fucking pause for you because it knows you're not playing anymore. But if you're using the menus and upgrading your materia and doing shit, just moving the menu around, it resumes the clock. Unbelievable quality of life. I wouldn't have thought that you'd be so into that kind of feature. I hate inflated times from leaving my save gone. I hate that. Uh, you know what I hate more? I hate times that are way under what they actually are. Or that. 
where you're playing and you play, it took you like four days and your completion time is like eight hours. And you're like, what? How is that even possible? What weren't you caught? What weren't you counting? Like I was playing, you know, uh, like or or the Steam game that you open up and then you you use, then you walk away from, and then you close it, and then it says you've been playing this game for fifteen days, and you're like, oops, what? That's a problem that's never happened to anyone other than crazy people, you know. Uh, like I I yeah I feel, um, well okay no we're, we're I can give you a real world example of that is uh, I'm playing Legend of Bumbo. And I really enjoy it. But Bumbo, uh, you cannot pause in the middle of a run. Uh, you cannot uh-huh. stop and resume. In the, uh, you know, So if you quit, it's done. So in, when I want to run, but I want to go do shit and come back to it, I just got to leave it running. Um, okay. Anyway, the clock stops when you stop playing, man. Amazing. Game's good. Excited to play more of game. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I, can, I can already... Uh, taste what I would I can see why what is going to occur in this game as being controversial yeah because it's not departure it's it, it's explicitly not what people signed up for. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a really good like, way of putting it yeah yeah it is yeah like whatever it happens to be it's going to be like no you thought you were getting this but instead you're getting this and whether or not you even would have possibly liked what that would have been, the fact is, is most people came here for a very specific reasons. Yes, they came here to relive it, and that's it. They came... Uh, personally, I find this new route way more interesting. It's a fun surprise. Uh, unless it's bad. Unless it's bad. <laughs> it's a fun surprise. So, you know? And, uh, yeah, and, and I mean, I would, I would even go as far as to say that, like... Uh, you're, there's going to be people that definitely don't like it just on the premise because it's like, you know, you're. It's called certainly remake. I waited 24, 23 years for this, and it's not even what you told me it was. And I hated every single piece of expanded content. Yeah, I've seen people like that that are just like, I can't stand everything. Uh, I can't stand this this expansion of these stories. I just want to see the stuff I I know, yeah. and it's like, well, then that game would be really short. Yeah, dude. yeah. Uh, there are there is definitely fans out there that absolutely are not down with anything besides the core game itself. And like, as of right now, I have greatly enjoyed the expanded narrative. I'm curious. I am. I they have they have they have piqued my interest, and I want to know where you're going with this, uh, motherfucker. Am I correct in when Rush holds up his sword and it sh- gleams in the light that that's not the enhanced sword? Uh, enhanced sword specifically being uh, one of Cloud's blades that you pick up, the one with the um. No, it's not. It's Zach's. The one that he's holding, Rush. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the that's the blade they give to soldier second class <gasps> before Angeal gives him the Buster Sword. Yeah, it's it's straight up Zach's sword. He's holding. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Because I'm like, that sword, isn't that, what? yeah, okay, that's what it was, right, okay. Thanks, baby. Um, Orange juice just arrived. Oh, goody me. Thank you, darling. I guess, uh, yeah, so there's all that to, to, that we talked about. Pretty much, yeah, it's, it seems fine. I think I had one other thing. Um, I'm sure we'll have more to say next week. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just um, I like I like. I'm expecting th- a hard left turn. 
I like the doubts that Amazon. That, that Amazon. I like the doubts that uh, Avalanche uh, shows when, uh, you know, there that 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 increase. I like the fact that they're more like, okay, doing the right thing. Yeah, you know, huh, right. I like that. Um, everyone fucking hates them. Everyone oh, yeah. in your immediate Down surroundings is like assholes. No more bombings. No more fucking bombings, you jerks. And then yeah. on the train, right, you're getting fucking uh, middle, Shinra middle management. That dude is, is the bravest. I love that guy. Have we seen? Uh, I forget if did the trailer show us Reeve? Yeah. Okay. He looks good. Okay. Middle management man. Middle manager. Becomes a character. And he's standing up and he has recurring moments. And you see him. He stands up for the company to Barrett. Yes. Who is the scariest man in the world. Twice. And he's he's in the world with his subordinates. Like, okay, when I move up, you guys are moving up too. Yeah. And then he's got his wife and his kid. And you're following Shinra middle management man throughout the story. And, I, and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm down for this. I love that guy. It's great. It's great. Um. Anyway, yeah, there's 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 a lot more to go on. but uh, there's, there's plenty to talk about next week. I foresee, I, I mean, if we're doing retcon ghosts shit. I foresee a scenario in which something goes off to the point where it can't be fixed. So, like, someone dies that's not supposed to, mm. or someone lives that's not supposed to. Mm. I have my suspicions on that second one. Um, and for, like, a, a ghost cataclysm to occur, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I remember at first there was you, you, that all that shit's happening, and you're going like, "Oh, we're just expanding with whatever's happening in in uh, Cloud's head," and then it's like, "No, this is not in Cloud's head. No, this is no, real. no, this is new. This is this is this is new." And when and when Tifa wakes you up and goes, "Oh my God, Cloud, it's it's horrible. Look," and the whole town is overrun, and you're just like, "Oh, this is not real. This is in his head. He's gonna wake up." I thought, yeah, I thought it was a dream. He's going to wake up. This is insane. This is way too um, impactful of a moment. And then it's like, nah, that's totally real. You're what the fuck? You mean that's real? And everyone's just in bed, not sleeping through this ghost apocalypse. That's crazy. All right. Um, we don't, we don't, we definitely don't have to do the, uh, the, the, well, depending on where you get to and where I get to, we'll we'll, we'll see how to address yeah. future episode um, discussions. Mothman says something hilarious in the chat, which is something I actually thought about, which was, what if it's all a dream from his coma trip into the live stream oh, of course. in the wheelchair? Yeah, that, of course. I, that's totally what I thought about that. I, like, wouldn't that be bananas? I didn't think about it as the wheelchair coma. I thought about it as within live stream shit. Time fuckery. Yeah. I thought it. I, I, to me, I'm like, what if it's within the stream? You know, because there's an element of Prince of Persia almost to this, where it's like, no, 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 that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All Very right. excited. All right, and that's it for us, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, that's a fine that's a fine video game for a, a fine uh, podcast. Wop wop. Uh, okay. Well, how many? What's your hour count at, by the way? Right now, mm-hmm. uh, I streamed it for uh, seven six six. 
So minus an hour and a half of stream times, let's say 15. Okay. Yeah. Maybe 15 to 20. Okay. Yeah. I'm at, I'm at 13. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's fucking accurate clocks. Thank God. All right. Um, we will leave it there, folks. Uh, have a good one. Take care. And uh, y'all have a good week. Yeah.